Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Damn Sports Show on Stereo, Young Black and Father Sports Desk. I am your boy Q, and I will tell you who I don't want to be right now. I do not want to be Jaquishi Tart. I do not want to be him right now. But since I am Q, I'm joined tonight for this episode by my fellow co-host and an Italian who you are. What's going on, y'all? It's Lou. I uh, hope everybody had a good week. Another good weekend. Uh, two good football games. Uh, glad to be back and uh, go over it with y'all. Facts. And I am the start of Black History Month. I'm the birthday boy. <laughs> hey. Yes. Uh, when, this episode, when this episode drops, uh, Greg will be another year older. Closer to gray hair, just like me. <laughs> he, he is saying closer. I went and got a haircut, and I found for him gray hair. I told him to let me keep it. I told him to let me keep the gray hair because I wanted to honestly remember this. Uh, you know, I made the mistake of pulling out a gray hair, and you know, the, the myth is if you pull out one, two appear. So I pulled out two and four appears. So I was like, you know what? I just want to treasure these because Man. a lot of people don't make it to see their gray hair. So I'm just grateful to well, even get I, that luxury. Man. I started seeing mine like seven years ago. So I, mean, I can't talk. But yeah, I, I made that mistake too. I saw the first one, I pulled it out and then three more came. And then, and then now one quarter of my one quarter of my beard is gray. And there's some That's, on my head too. Actually, Talking about hair. So I did a thing this weekend, this past weekend, actually on Friday. The 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 untamed bush is gone and enter rocky twist. Uh oh. I I saw that and I said finally. Finally <laughs> Q was taking care of self. <laughs> He's taking care of himself and I, I love it. I love it. You know what's you know what's good when our grand our grandmother said did you see my grandson? I think she's talking about me. She's talking about Q. And she's like, yeah, I like his hair. I'm glad he's done something with it. It's going to grow longer now that it's braided up. I was like, yeah, we've been trying to tell him that for like four years. And now that it's braided, it's going to, it's going to grow so quick. It's going to be ridiculous. There you go. Well, we, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, so also, you know, just, you know, just kicking it before we actually get into the, get into the shits and actually hey you know um yeah so i have all this pre-employment things that i have to do for the job coming up um it's a lot it's a lot of paperwork a whole whole lot of paperwork but uh i'm trying to get that trying to get that taken care of because i'm i'm excited to get started um i'm happy to be back in early childhood started my career, well, I actually didn't start my career in early childhood, but the majority of my career in education has been has been um, working in a teaching early childhood, so I'm excited about that. I just wish there wasn't so much paperwork. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so with you guys, I know, like I said, you know, great, you got the birthday coming up, uh, but how was y'all past week? How, how was the last week? How did it go for you guys? Yeah, mine was all right. I uh, picked up a couple of days of overtime, getting ready. We got to get a new furnace for the house, so uh, 
you know, other than that, I just chilled at home and hung out with the wife and the daughter and, you know, watched a little TV and that was about it. Okay, Greg, what about you? Um, I've just been in the house, like just living a life, man. It's another day, another week, just doing nothing. Days just float by. <laughs> I swear they do because it seems like it seems like we it, you know we have, we're Monday now, and by the time we finish working, it will be Thursday or Friday. And it's going to, we're already done with the first month in January, the first, the, the first month in 2022. And it, it felt like uh, yesterday was New Year's Day. Sure. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but I, I don't know uh, if y'all were in, in the, uh, real quick, um, but I don't know if y'all were in the path of this winter storm that's coming. Um, but we are like directly in the center of it and like starting Wednesday going into Friday, we're supposed to get like a foot and a half of snow. I, I need that so, to actually happen. Actually, you right. fucking actually, actually, this weekend, this weekend in DC is supposed to be in the fifties. It wasn't in the fifties today, but no. it's supposed to be in the fifties. It's supposed to be in the fifties less of the week. Um, that's uh, that's So yeah. So Wednesday, so Wednesday will be forty-eight. Thursday fifty-six. Friday fifty-six. But rain both days, and then it gets cold again. Yep. I I just want the blizzard that I've been getting promised for fucking a month and a half. Like I, I don't know what it is, but for me, when it comes to the winter, I enjoy snow. I don't enjoy fifty-degree days in January and February. I don't give me the fucking snow. It's not that hard. Um, you know, my in-laws in Boston, they got over like almost two feet of snow and I'm jealous. I'm like, oh, like there's something about being able to just be in a house with like a fridge full of groceries. And it, it just feels like that enclosure just is dope for me. Maybe it's because I've been, you know, in the middle of a fucking pandemic for two years, but I'm embracing the fact that I don't have to do shit. It's fun. But two feet of snow and I don't have to shovel it. I can just look at it. It's, it's dope. But you know, Lou, let me know how it goes because unfortunately we have to deal with fucking 50 degree days in January and February, which if Q knows and he could tell you, that means we're going to have the hottest 75 degree summers all fucking summer. It, for some unknown yeah. reason, it just happens that way. I will gladly trade you an eight degree for a 50 degree day easily. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I just said snow. So you don't like the cold. You just like the snow. Yeah, I, I I love the snow. Now, cold temperatures, like, no. I can deal with, like, 16, 20 degrees. And it's cold out. You know, it's that cold out. But when you're talking about, like, it's 8 degrees, like, in the morning when it's 10 to 12, I'm like, oh, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely right. not. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And, 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 and I have to go out in that to take my, to take my niece to school. And well, eventually, we'll be t- taking myself to school. But, yeah. Imagine having to stand out, yeah, alone. You know, you take you take metro at times, uh, Greg. It's not fun, and especially right now with the the scheduling all crazy, and it's like the buses want to run on their own timetable instead of the timetable that metro publishes. Ah, it's it's not fun, and especially like last week. That that one day where the where the bus didn't come for almost two hours, and I had to eventually walk. I'm standing outside in this crap, and then 
after I picked my niece up, the bus still was acting stupid. So we ended up walking all the way back. That's why, yeah, uh, that's why last week, last Monday, it took four hours for the doctor to come out because I was literally walking in 20-degree weather. But we're not here to talk about cold and ice and all that good stuff. We will eventually talk about that later. Well, y'all know what y'all here for. Let's talk about championship weekend in the NFL. Yeah. So last week was the divisional round. Four great games. They all came down to the wire and or overtime. This the same thing happened this week. And I, I'm not. I, the show is called We Had One Job 49ers, but we're going to hold all the 49ers smoke. And so we first talk about the Cincinnati-Kansas City game. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is not a typo. You did not hear it wrong. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to Super Bowl 56 in two weeks. I need it to happen. I'm glad it's happening. Um, Me too. Not, not saying fuck the Chiefs, but it was like with the the Patriots. Like I don't need that shit every year. It's like LeBron every year. I don't need that shit every year. Give me something new. Um, even if it's just for a year, I can live with that. Like I, I just I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm not personally a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm a fan of Joe Burrow. I'll never say that he's like you know my favorite player, but I just like his swag, man. Um, I, I like that team. I like the fact that they pretty much came from nothing. We didn't predict them to even make the playoffs. When I looked at our like NFL predictions, I think I said like seven games, and boy was I wrong. But uh, I, mean, I, had them them winning. I had them winning less. <laughs> I think I only had them winning four or five games this year, and well, I was wrong, very very wrong. <laughs> um, but. So, this game. So, uh, Kansas City scored three touchdowns in their first four possessions, but it was the one touchdown that they didn't score that turned out to be the linchpin of the, of the comeback. Um, so, it was five seconds. <clears throat> it was five seconds left uh, right before halftime. Um, the Chiefs were at the five-yard line, I believe. And... Pat Mahomes decided to throw a short route to Tyreek Hill and then to let Tyreek Hill do Tyreek Hill things. He got stuffed. Time ran out. Halftime. There goes three points that could have been on the board. That actually turned out to be the difference in the game. Exactly. So my, so my first question, do you think Andy, do you think Andy Reid should have went ahead and took, took the three? Or do you think he made a good decision in putting the ball in Mahomes' hand to have it and make a play. Oh, okay. So before Lou gives his opinion, I'll say mine. Um, mm-hmm. None of that matters. This is fucking karma for Pat Mahomes' wife and brother. I told y'all that shit was going to happen. I was like, it's going to be a matter of time. And she, just that shit that she did with the pouring the champagne on the fans and stuff like that last week. I told y'all on this episode, I was like, yo, like it's going to happen. Some, some karma's coming. If it's not this week, it's going to be a Super Bowl or something like that. And God forbid it happened. I, I don't know how like that equates, but to me in my head, I'm like, yo, like you don't do things like that and there not be a consequence to it. And it may have been just like me just thinking that, or it could have been like you're saying, like with Andy Reid, 
Andy Reid doesn't make bad decisions. Patrick Mahomes starts feeling himself. You you know when like the games that he loses is because like he starts like that. He starts two or three touchdowns and he starts doing that little swag walk and shit like that. And it's like, okay, he's feeling himself. But the thing is, that gets into the heads of the other team and they try to have shootouts with him. You don't need to have a shootout with Kansas City. Kansas City is a shootout team that they can they're like when you're playing Madden on like rookie mode. Yeah, you're gonna score fucking forty five points, but you're not gonna play defense after a while. Your your team is already thinking about the Super Bowl. Kansas City did that shit. They were thinking about the Super Bowl and they still had two quarters to go. And the other team honestly just said, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna stuff it down their throats. And then what? And Kansas City didn't have an answer to it. They, they made Travis Kelsey look human. Uh, Tyreek Hill looked like, honestly, and I hate to say this, Hollywood Brown. Oh, Patrick, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes looked, he looked good. He looked like a good quarterback that just had a bad day. And the one thing that was the most important to me that my biggest takeaway from that game is they didn't leave them any fucking time. Every week when we yep. see like a game that's close and, you know, Q has said this almost every week for the past six weeks. He's like, yo, and it doesn't even matter what team. When we had those games that either go into overtime or if they go into like the fourth quarter and the team is down by like five, Q was like, why did they give them time? They left fucking 40 seconds on the clock. Don't, I don't want a fucking second. I'd rather go into overtime and take my chances than fucking give you 40 seconds. They did not give Kansas City anything. And I hope that this takes the morale of Patrick Mahomes for the future and other teams, other coaches say, you know what? We have the answer for them now. They don't have a Kareem Hunt on their team anymore. They don't even want to use their run game. They just decided, okay, you know what? We're going to do this. We're just going to keep fucking airing it out. And cool, but let me just let you know this now. Travis Kelsey has two more years. Tariq Hill has, uh, Tyreek Hill maybe has three, maybe four on that team. Now, I'm just saying on this team, not in, you know, the future. We said the same similar things with Greg Olson. We said, oh, well, damn, like, you know, Greg Olson, he's a superstar. Yeah, he's a superstar that also went to Seattle and did nothing. Because when your time is up, your time is up. Travis Kelsey's Mm -hmm. what, 32? Can't keep doing that shit forever. Can't can't do it forever. And with the league now, like Q said, Q said the, the league is young. I believe the league is young, but not even just that. There are teams that are more complete than Kansas City. Kansas City hasn't gotten better in three years. They've actually let talent go in three years. And it's like, damn, they just keep winning because of the arm of Mahomes. You paid them that money, cool. But now you got teams in not even just one division. You don't even have to worry about your own division anymore. The fucking conference is so good in the AFC. It's like when everybody went to the West in the NBA and you're like, well, fuck, who's going to win? Like, how? How can anybody win? Everybody's over there. Do y'all remember that was what, like four years ago with the NBA? It's like, damn, everybody's on the West. Like, right, and then right. LeBron and LeBron was over the East, so it was easy for him to win. He's like, all right, let them eat each other from within, and then you know what? I'll just come and sneak on in. The Rams are doing it, and I know you know Q's going to get into that. But when it, you know my last little landing point here, Kansas City, at the tempo that they're playing, they have two years. Andy Reid can still get it done. Yes, he can. Pat Mahomes is always going to be a good quarterback, at least for the next eight or nine years, because you got to make that contract up, buddy. But that team, they need a lot of shit starting this year, mostly on offensive line, but they need a lot of shit. 
because for them to end up having not one, not two, but three good running backs and not use them in the play, I'm looking like, you know, like you have a, a team. You just don't know how to use them. And since you don't know how to use them, you fucked it up because now they don't know how to play. Like imagine well, having that, like a healthy, oh, go ahead. You know what I was just going to say? And, and that's where, like, that's why all the pressure is on um, Mahomes because mm-hmm. they have three good running backs, but they just say, oh, well, we got Mahomes. We don't need to run the ball. Let him just throw it to yep. Hill. Let him throw it to Kelsey. You know, whatever. And it's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna get the job done every time. It's just yeah. not. And th- that's what bothers me, though. It's because it's like you have solid running backs. You have other wide receivers like McCole Hartman. He wants to be uh, Tyreek Hill, and they had a little like thing during the game where like he wanted the ball. He wanted the ball, and the coach like reprimanded him by not getting him the ball in the second half. He did that. And then it was like, I guess he went over to Tariq Hill and was trying to apologize. You can't apologize to the wide receiver one after saying you need more touches. You need more catches. But guess what? I mean, was he wrong? Because if he'd had more catches, more receptions, then guess what? They probably would have won the game. But the game was already winnable. They just didn't do the one thing teams should do when they have the lead. Run the fucking ball. I don't understand how hard that is. The fucking uh, Chiefs, they get up three touchdowns. and It's almost like he's chasing a record. And it's like, bro, you're going to hit that record. Let's just act like that's the truth because it is. But he'll have three touchdowns. I think at halftime, didn't he have like 250 yards, like three touchdowns or some shit? And it's like, bro, what are, you, what are you chasing? You're up by three touchdowns. And he's still throwing the ball. Like, it, yeah. you don't get it. And, and I blame Andy Reid for that. And, yeah, Andy Reid is a great coach. He, he's, he is, you know, in my opinion, maybe not first ballot hall of fame head coach but he's definitely mm-hmm. a hall of fame coach um yeah. but that entire game the momentum changed they should have taken the three points right before halftime exactly because like you like like you said that would have changed the outcome of the fourth quarter and how they you know how they went back and forth with each other because second half in cincinnati only let up three points the entire second half so it's, just, it's it's crazy, man. Just it is pl- play conservative when you're up by three touchdowns, and when you know it's a close game, then you play that Mahomes game. But when you're up by fucking three touchdowns, you know what I'm doing? I'm like, you know what? Warm up the fucking backup. Get some fucking wildcat in this game. Like at that point, just fuck with them because what you're trying to do is you, you're going arm for arm, and Mahomes will win every time when it comes to arm to arm. The issue is Joe Burrow is not. So he's one of those quarterbacks that just. I don't give a fuck who I'm going to throw it to. They're just exactly. going to get the ball. Yep. Like I'm telling you, in the Super Bowl, like I I don't see him being scared to throw at Jalen Ramsey. I, I don't see him doing it. In my personal opinion, I don't see him going and saying, you know what? Like I'm not going to throw it to the right side of the field. Joe Burrow's going to be like, fuck, everybody's getting the ball. Everybody. Mm-hmm. But with Mahomes, you already know. If he's throwing towards the slant, 87's right there. If he's throwing to the uh, to the outside corner, guess who he's throwing to? Tariq Hill. And if it's mm-hmm. a third and short, if it's a third and short and he needs to, he's going to throw to McCole Hartman. But we're looking like, okay, we got those three receivers. Cool. But what about the running backs? Like, you got a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I forgot the other guy who is there, like, catching running back. Yeah. You got McKinnon. I'm like, yo, like, and McKinnon, when he came from uh, the 49ers, like, he was considered to be a quarterback, I'm sorry, a running back that can do it all. 
He can run mm-hmm. and he can catch. Why are we not fucking using him? Yeah, they, we they, not- they were using him, but they, they didn't use it like they should. Exactly. Well, as a result, Mahomes and family will be sitting on the fucking bench. Um, I personally would love to see him in a pro bowl that nobody's going to watch because <laughs> sure. But yeah, uh, I don't even want to talk. I hate talking too much about them. I want to give the kudos to Cincinnati, um, yes, their coach, their quarterback, their team, um, something. I don't know what it was. I was thinking about this last night before we even did the show. And I said, Ben Roethlisberger is actually probably smiling watching this game. And the reason why I say that is because Joe Burrow is going to head that division for the next few years. Yep. And Ben, Ben, I think they had said that Ben had said something to Joe Burrow like this year, just like talking to him. And he basically like, you know, the keys are yours. If that's the case, if Ben has that much to say about you, you know how much like we give Ben shit about the whole the case and everything like that. But at the end of the day, he's still a man, right? So for him to acknowledge Joe Burrow, it's like, oh, like he could have acknowledged anybody else. You get acknowledgement, and then where do you go? You get him into the Super Bowl. But Joe Burrow is going to be a force to be reckoned with. It's going to be next year, the AFC Championship, in my humble opinion, should be Joe Burrow versus Jared Allen. I don't see Kansas City being that good of a team next year. Nothing's going to change about their offense. What you said change Joe, about Joe Burrow against who? Um, what's the name? Uh, Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen. You said Jared Josh Allen. Allen. I was like, huh? Oh, Jared Allen. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're good. Yeah, but no, no, no. You good? You just threw me off. That's all. Yeah, I, I would definitely. I think that should be the AFC. And even though you know the Bills and Chiefs game was like considered one of the best two minutes in all you know of all time in football, it was. But it could mm-hmm. also be a wild card game. It could be, you know, any other game. But an AFC championship, the way that Joe Burrow looks hungry and the way that, you know, Allen looks hungry, I want to see that. I, I don't want to see the guy who gets in because the refs were pretty much doing what they did on Sunday. I think they got their first fucking penalty with like four minutes in the third quarter left. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, wait, the Chiefs had no penalties? None? And then after they got the first penalty, the, the rest are like, oh, you know what? They are doing a lot of holds. They are. Do- I'm like, yo, like I saw a few times, and Q, tell me if I'm wrong. I saw a lot of people going offside intentionally, and the refs didn't call it. I was like, yo, like he, mm-hmm. like, he jumped. Like, he's jumping, and nobody's saying anything. Like, what the fuck is going on? But the, the proof is in the put. Just like in the NBA, like, if you make a, if you do a fucked up play and you go to the free throw line, like, say, like, you know, Harden, he, you know, flops or something like that. He goes to the free throw line and he misses both shots. It's because the ball never lies. The same thing with the NFL, man. Like your, your team is going to lose because karma in the NFL is instant. It is absolutely instant. Uh, shout out to Kansas City for getting that far. However, I am excited for the first time in a long time to sit down and watch the Super Bowl and not give a fuck who's going to win. I have no bet, you know, no bets hinged on what the Super Bowl is going to be like. I'm just happy I get to watch it. Yeah, I do think that I do think that the Super Bowl is going to be very, very exciting to watch. I can't, uh, I can't wait to see Joe Burrow out there, um, and it's getting into the other, the other game on the NFC side, the NFC Championship game, a game that San Francisco should have won. They should have won. 
Simple as that. They should have won. When I <clears throat> when I left, where I was uh, last night, and it was still seventeen to fourteen, I'm like, all right, I'm going to text text my boy Joe. I'm like, heck, yo, didn't I tell you that San Francisco was going to win? And then as I'm waiting for the fucking metro, this time the train, I look at my phone. I look at my phone and LA pulled out the fucking way. I'm like, oh, unbelievable. Un-fucking-believable. Tasks, if only, can you look up his name one more damn time? <laughs> Jaquishi, <laughs> and I hope I'm saying it wrong, Tart, had a gift wrap interception that would have sealed the game. He dropped it like he dropped a hot potato. Right, right. It hit him right in the numbers. Like, right in the numbers. That's a catch. You, so, you, supposed to, you make that catch. You make that catch. 100% of the time, you make that catch. Exactly. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yes, San, I, I'm going in like, oh, this is. Remember in, during the week in, in our text thread, in our chat thread, I said, I think this was on Wednesday or Thursday. Why do I believe that Cincinnati was going to win? And I always had, like, when, when it was L.A. versus San Francisco in the NFC Championship, I'm like, San Francisco's going to win this one. Because I don't have, I don't believe in Matthew Stafford. And then Matthew Stafford, and then Matthew Stafford went out and, and proved that, uh, yeah, maybe he really is a good quarterback. Yeah. Well, I, me for one, I believe in Matthew Stafford more than I believe in Jimmy G. Yeah. Jimmy G has proven nothing to me so far, and 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 I do think it's it's Stafford. Uh, he, he deserves to go to a Super Bowl. So that's just my two yeah. cents. Yeah. Twelve, twelve. On that point, I would agree. Twelve years in the purgatory known as Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For me, it's it's one of those things where now we get a like Super Bowl where there was there's going to be, I'm sorry, a speculative like a speculative like talk all for the next two weeks. A quarterback who's technically a rookie, because you know, for me I feel like Joe Burrow, even with two years, I, I consider him to be a rookie because his first season was kind of squandered because of the injury, right? So mm-hmm. you got a uh, rookie a rookie quarterback that if he gets it done. We're going to be like, yo, like he's the future of the league versus Matt Stafford, who his entire fucking career was like, if you put Stafford on any other team, they're Super Bowl contenders. Well, that's right. Proven. But can he can he win? I mean, we we heard that shit about him in Detroit for eight fucking years. Yo, Matt Stafford, man, he you know, he's going to do he's going to get it fucking done in Detroit. Like it's like he was getting it done. The team just wasn't getting it done. Now, for me, like I, I pose the question to both of you guys: If Matt Stafford wins the Super Bowl, is is he in the talks of one of the top twenty quarterbacks? I think he's. I think he's already. I think he's already if? there. I think he's already there. But I. But if, if he does pull this, if he does pull this one out, I think he's firmly in the conversation at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Based on what? Just him winning the Super Bowl? 
No, no, no. The Super Bowl is just a caveat. Like that's just like okay, great. Like okay. he got the Super Bowl, but you you have to figure the players that he's played with. The fact that Calvin Johnson's in the Hall of Fame. If mm-hmm. he's in the Hall of Fame without the ring, but Stafford gets into the Hall of Fame. Well, I'm sorry, he should get into the Hall of Fame with the ring, with the stats, and the fact that he was the reason why that receiver is in the Hall of Fame. Okay, yeah, then yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree that. Yeah, I, I think he should. Because if for me, in my personal opinion, if he isn't in the talks for Hall of Fame, that is the league showing a lot of favoritism to players who retire early. Well, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I could agree with that, but I mean, the league also, or whoever, you know, they like records. They they like big numbers. I'm not necessarily know if Stafford's had like great big numbers, and you know, has he broken any records? Calvin Johnson did, sure he did. Mm-hmm. But you're exactly right, though. Calvin Johnson is in Hall of Fame because of Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I, mean, I, I would just, you know, I I hope so because I, I like Steph. He's the one quarterback that like I've never really had anything bad to say, other than when he shits the bed, he shits the bed. And th- when he usually does, it's like fuck. Like, how did you do that bad? And it's like, <laughs> is it on him or is it on the team? Because you think about it, like you're throwing to fucking Golden Tate, who won't catch a ball. He has like fucking brick hands when he gets there, right? Then you have, um, like, you have Megatron, cool. But then you're, Marvin you have Marvin Jones. It's like, like, think about it. You, you had Marvin Jones, and he was doing nothing for you. Like, he was good when he was good, but when he was bad, he was miserable. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, no. Just looking at what he had to deal with, and he's still in this heavy like us. Kenny Galladay. <laughs> oh, I, I would. You notice you named a lot of people who ended up on the Giants, right? It, 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 it's yeah. fu- it's fucking telling that they, they they could not get over wearing the blue and uh, the white and blue. So they end up going from Detroit to New uh, to New York. But you know, to land my plane, all I'm gonna say is like for Stafford, I really enjoy his play. The Super Bowl, in my personal opinion, like if we're giving predictions, though, season's already over. Um, they're going to give both Matt Stafford and the Rams a ring, but this doesn't. This means nothing to anybody. The league really wants to give Aaron Donald a fucking Super Bowl. That way, we can hear for the next fucking six to eight years how he is the best defensive player of all time. It, hear me out. You know what's going to happen, Q. You know what's going to happen. If he gets a ring, we can't say a fucking thing about Aaron Donald. He's in the top three defensive players of all time. It's going to happen. You heard it here first. I mean, he's, he's in my opinion, he's close to it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and, and how many years has he been in the league? Uh, Five, I think. Okay. I think it's, no, it's 80 for right, Well, I think he's still got a, a good probably, you know, as long as he stays healthy, but, like, a good five, six years left. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Elite, right? Elite. Yes, exactly, exactly. So what you're saying is he's essentially going to do what Ray Lewis did. He's going to get a Super Bowl early, well, in his eighth year, and then he's going to get a retirement ring with the same team. Because that's the same path Ray Lewis went on. That's the same path. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, in, in 
today's day and age, who knows if he's going to play his entire career with them. You know, he can come down to maybe his his last year or second to last year, and he wants mega bucks, but they're not willing to pay him that. Then he goes somewhere else. You know what I mean? I don't even think it's going to be anything they're going to be willing to pay. They're going to be willing to pay him. Is they're going to have the ability and the cap space to pay him because uh, <clears throat> the Rams have severely mortgaged their future to win right yep. now. Well, if you think about it, Q, when I the way I look at it, that team at least half of them are gone next season. At least, I, if you could, like, so, yeah. But like, I can't see like win or loss though. Like, if they win, it's like, hey, we had a superstar team and we won. But then everybody's gonna bounce. I'm like, hey, now I'm chasing money. Like, cool, I got the ring now. I'm gonna chase the money. But if they lose, it's like, well, I'm not gonna stay and try to repeat. This was the year to get it up. You know, get it done. I'm gonna go to a contender. I feel like a lot of the defenses, like the defensive players who are free agents, I think, isn't Ramsey like a free agent too? Like, I feel like he's going to end up going to Tampa Bay, especially if Aaron Rodgers goes there. Odell Becker, he's hedging his best to go to fucking Tampa Bay already, uh, if not Baltimore. Um, I personally, I'm hoping and praying that they get both AB and Odell Beckham in uh, Baltimore, so there can be no fucking discussions. I would, lo- I would love to see it because you know I feel like I don't have to worry about Pittsburgh next year. They're definitely in full rebuild. But yeah. when it comes when it comes into you know just this you know team with the Rams, if they don't get it done against Cincinnati, I'm telling you as sure as I'm breathing, the league is gonna they're gonna change up some rules, starting with the overtime. <laughs> they're gonna start with the overtime they're also um, I, I forgot the other rule that I was gonna it was like at the tip of my tongue but I'll remember it if I can but if the Rams can't get it done this year they disband it's gonna be like the Miami Heat from what year was that was it 2006 2008 I can't remember um, where it's like they lost and it was like well shit like, um, I guess this doesn't work so He's going back home. He's going somewhere. He's going somewhere. We going somewhere. The coach can stay though, because I mean, fuck that. Like he he got us a couple rings. Just make him look elite, even though we're garbage, right? So I, I hope, honestly, that either team wins. I win just by watching because I get to see an exciting football game that doesn't have a quarterback that's about to retire, or they're too old for us to, you know, a lot of people who they're playing to even remember them actually starting in the game, right? I also don't have to worry about the refs cheating anybody because it's not a superstar player on either team that has payola. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, Brady paid the refs or, you know, Mahomes paid the refs. The Chiefs paid. Like, I don't have to worry about that shit. I'm just going to get a a game with everything I like about Madden. There's going to be a lot of overthrown balls. There's going to be a lot of fancy ass catches. There's going to be, honestly, a lot of ground and pound, too. There's going to be a lot of running. In that game, because I really like Cam Akers. I'm picking him up in fantasy next year because I feel like he's a stud. Um, but for me, the game depends, in my honest opinion, on Odell Beckham. I understand Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup. Odell Beckham has to show up in this Super Bowl. And the reason why he has to show up is because I know Jamar Chase is going to show up. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact Jamar Chase is going to show up. 
And I'm not speaking that. And then, it, you know, if it doesn't happen, I know Jamar Chase is going to show up because your first year and you have the potential to get a Super Bowl ring, bro, if he doesn't go for fucking 223 touchdowns, I'd be surprised. Well, you know Ramsey's going to be on him, though. Here's the thing. Jamar Chase, for when you have a rookie receiver versus a, a player like Jalen Ramsey, they're not scared of him. True. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't see Jamar Chase. What, he doesn't even have, to me, it doesn't seem like he has an ego. But what it does seem like is he doesn't give a fuck who he's up against matchup-wise. He just wants to prove that he can catch the ball. And you don't get that out of players who've been in the league for five or six years, who they've had to go through a whole bunch of cornerbacks and, you know, defensive backs and stuff like that. And they have rivalries and shit like that. Ramsey's and had Burles. rivalries with every... Oh, go ahead. And Burroughs is the same. And Burroughs the same. He has the, the same gunslinger mm-hmm. and cocky attitude as Jamar Chase. Yep. 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 And that, that's the thing. That chemistry... Yeah, in, in Burrow's head, he's like, I don't care how much I'm down. I'm going to throw it back in this game. A- exactly. And here's the thing. I can see Joe Burrow might end up having two interceptions during the Super Bowl. But you know what? Jamar Chase going to get his numbers. And if he doesn't, what's the other guy, number 85? Um, God, what is his name? T. Higgins. I think of his name. T. T. Higgins. Like, bro, you yeah. have them two on opposite sides of each other. You got fucking Joe Mixon right there in the don't back. Forget Tyler, you got, don't forget Tyler Boyd. The only, Bro, question like, mark, the only question it, mark right now is CJ Uzoma. Yeah. And I, yeah, I well, he like got hurt. He got hurt, but I think he's going to play. He, you give him oh, two he's weeks. Gonna do, he's going to do everything in his power to play. It's a Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know? And this might be the only one that CJ Hushamama ends up getting in. Yeah. 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 I need. But I'm, I'm going to let y'all know this now. Like I said before with Odell, like he has to show up. Because if he if he doesn't, and we have to hedge our bets on Cooper Cup, and you saw like how Cincinnati really didn't give a fuck about Tariq Hill. They said we're gonna shut him down, but we also gonna go and deal with your other receivers. Like they gave him the attention that he deserved as Tyreek Hill, but they also didn't press him. Jalen Ramsey is going to get pressed by Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, I'm telling, they're, they're gonna intentionally put them on each other often because they're going to feel like, oh, well, if he shuts down Jamar Chase, it's like, yeah, but now you got T. Higgins going off for fucking seven receptions, 135 yards. And, and that's that. what I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, girl. Oh, no, you, no, go, no, you, no, you, no, you're about to say the exact same thing I'm about to say. I, I, would just, I, I think the game is going to come down to, like, like you said, like Beckham, but I think it's going to come down to like that second or third string receiver. On either mm-hmm. team, like 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 a Tyler Boyd, or mm-hmm. like a Van, a Van Jefferson for the Rams, yep. you know what I mean. So I mean, agree. Both offenses match up perfectly, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So you know that everyone's going to say, "Well, what about the defenses?" All right, yes, the Rams' defense is much better than the Bengals, but the Bengals mm-hmm. have been playing lights out in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. You, you want to know what's Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say, say one thing. Oh, no, you go. Ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. All right. Um, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, again, I think the, the game comes down to their third string receiver. That's it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, you, you touched on their defense. The only thing I have to say about the defense is just from what I saw yesterday, Cincinnati's defense wants the Super Bowl more. Then the Rams defense wants the Super Bowl. 
Aaron Donald wants the Super Bowl ring. Yes, he absolutely does. But the rest of that defense is just, they're like, you know what? We're going to get on the back of Aaron Donald and we're going to ride this shit to the wheels fall off. Cincinnati got to pull some shit together as a team in order to get it done. That's why, like, my, my final predictions of the score, I have it being 37 29. Oh, wow. Cincinnati. 3729 Cincinnati. I'm going to write this down in the, in, the, in the notes too. Um, so my prediction is I, I honestly believe that Cincinnati is going to win their first championship. I'm going to <clears throat> I'm a little bearish in the score. I think it's going to be 28-24. Still a high scoring game, especially for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a team getting in the 30s. I see mm-hmm. not even getting in the 30s. Yeah. And I, that's that's fair. I just feel like the the score for me in getting in the 30s is because of the defense. I feel like Stafford is not going he's not going to be a threat in the Super Bowl because he has he has really big moments, but he's also Matt Stafford and I love him. I know we just talked highly about him. I can't see but he's Matt saying, Stafford. I can see him throwing two or three picks. Yeah. Or picking a fumble. Yeah, but that's the thing. Though, those interceptions convert into points for Cincinnati. I don't see them just being like dead, like, all right, they got an interception. Now they got to depend on the offense. Like, no, the defense going to want that shit so much. They're going to headhunt for, you know, him throwing into the slant for Cooper Cup. And actually, no, not even Cooper Cup to Odell because – you know, now he's just a, he feels like he's just a, like a slant route, you know, running now. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna just catch it in the middle and just, you know, go up six shards. We're gonna get the first down. I'm a point, like, you know, we getting a touchdown and like, All right, cool. But I see Cincy's defense getting a couple picks and they probably get a defensive touchdown. They may end up even getting a punt return, maybe. Like, it, it's a bold prediction, but it's one that could, you know, it could hold weight. Now, we had a couple voicemails. Y'all know if you want to play those. We got one that looks like it's about to be a troll, and then there's somebody else. Yeah, let's go ahead and play it. Here we go. What's going on, panel? First-time listener. Oh, well, shout out, to, right. shout out to him. I think his name was Dad, so we're just going to call him Dad. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> thank you for listening to the show. Uh, hopefully, come, uh, come back and listen to us every Monday. Great sports talk, fellas. Great sports talk. I just want to say I agree with the homie. Cooper Cup's going to give you the same thing every game. He's very consistent, but Odell is that home run hitter, man. He, he, like, he just brings that little extra magic to every game. But my question for you guys is, do you honestly think people fear Jalen Ramsey like they did two, three years ago? Because after I saw that play where he literally got dusted in Tampa Bay and almost cost the Rams the actual game, I was like, bro, he be doing all this bragging. He ain't as good as he used to be. Or am I tripping? Great show, guys. Appreciate it. Q, I'm going to let you yeah, ask that you. one first. You, uh, how you feel about it, Q? Uh, in terms of Jalen Ramsey, I think he's overhyped. I really do think mm-hmm. he's overhyped. Now, now does, that mean he, does that mean that I think he's a bad player or anything like that? No. But I do strongly believe that he is that he's overhyped. Um so and I think that um, you know, when his during his time in, in Jacksonville, yeah, people were scared of throwing him. I don't think that's the case now. 
I don't I don't think I don't think teams have have it's not like it's not Grievous Island or anything like that. Um so I guess and in in this in this matchup, we have a team, we have a quarterback, Joe Burrow, that don't give a shit who is opposing who. Mm-hmm. He don't care. Jamar Chase not gonna care if Ramsey's on him. Burrow not gonna care if Ramsey if Ramsey's on Jamar Chase. He's gonna throw the damn ball. Yeah, he's gonna throw. He's gonna I, throw I, the I, ball. I'll say this about Jalen. Um, like I said earlier with Jamar Chase, receivers aren't scared of him. The quarterbacks are. The, the receivers don't give a fuck who the matchup is. They just want to prove that they can catch the ball. There was one, actually, there was three players. If I told you their names, you'd be like, okay, okay. And then who were they? The ones who actually showed up against Jalen Ramsey. Diddy Westbrook, Justin Jefferson, and Amir Smith Marset. Uh, all had a, a hundred or more yards and a touchdown over Jalen uh, Jalen Ramsey this year, right? Now, everybody, you know, when you think, oh, and Terry McLaurin, who had ninety three yards, he didn't get a touchdown, but he had uh, four receptions and six targets, right? You get target Jalen Ramsey's getting targeted more, not because he's a bad cornerback, but because if you get him tired, he's done. He's like he's. He's still good. Um, he's still a serviceable, like elite, like defensive player. The issue with him is he bought into his own hype. There was a guy who played for Washington a couple years ago in Carolina before that who did the same thing, and now he's a scrub. Q, do you remember oh, his name? Yes, Josh Norman. Yes, and the the reason why is because all it takes to like really fuck up a defensive player's morale. Is for a receiver to catch balls they weren't supposed to catch. You know who's been catching balls they weren't supposed to catch all year? Everybody Jamar in Chase. Cincinnati. Yep. More specifically, <laughs> Jamar Chase. There's some catches I've seen Jamar Chase catch, and I'm like, bro, how, the ball was three yards behind you. How the fuck did you turn the game Sunday? I was like, bro, he turned around, caught a ball, had it in his hands, then went forward. It, the laws of physics should not work that way. You should not be, you know, gunning it straight ahead with the anticipation of catching a ball. Look back, notice that the, you know, defender is to your side. So instead of you going slant, he just steps back. I've never seen a receiver do this. And I've been watching football for over fucking 20 years. Most receivers, what they do is they try to run into the defender and get them out of their way by like shoving them off to catch the ball. He stopped dead in his tracks turned around, went back three yards to catch the ball, and then went forward. I was like, yo, is that a hook? I want to say that's a hook, right? I've never seen that shit done in anywhere but Madden. I've never seen it done in the league. Like, if you if you watch it, I'm going to see if I can find the play again. Because the receiver, uh, the defensive play, I don't even remember who this dude was. But Jamar, he ran upfield. And what's his name? Burrow, the ball is already in the air. So he turns around. Looks at the ball, which you would think, okay, if he's looking at the ball, that means the defender is looking at the ball. No, the defender is honestly still looking to see if he's just going to fake him out and keep going straight. So the defender stops. Jamar stops. Cuts back in, you know, with that little hook. Catches the ball. The defender sees him catch the ball. And then he runs forward with the I'm like, no. you know what? <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, he, he's got a task on himself because 
this isn't like when he was playing Julio and Julio's the only fucking person on a team that's catching the ball. It's not like when he played Washington earlier this year and Terry McLaurin is the only person on the team that wants to catch the ball. It's not like, you know, even later in the year of this season when he went against Justin Jefferson, who had 126 yards and a touchdown, right? It's not even that because, mind you, I think at that point in the season, what was homeboy's name um, for Minnesota that got injured? Um, Adam The Thiel. receiver. I can't, Adam Thielen Adam, didn't yeah. have that there. Yeah. So when you figure you have Cincinnati – one play, you're going to end up having fucking Jamar Chase. The next play, you know what? They're going to put Jamar Chase right back on you again. He's like, all right, you got that. Jalen Ramsey's like, damn, I done chased this motherfucker 40 yards down the field twice. And then come third down, you know what they're going to put on you? Fucking Tyler Boyd. And he's going to run into the slant. So now you're like, all right, I got to now run a slant? Cool. He's going to get so much fucking work. And I'm, I'm probably sure I'm going to talk this up. And then Jalen Ramsey's going to have fucking two interceptions. I can live with that <laughs> because that's what we expect out of him. That's what we expect. But I'm also expecting Joe Burrow, like you said before, to say, I don't give a fuck about him. I'm going to ball out. Because you only get one of these games and you're not guaranteed a second one. What the fuck are you going to get to the Super Bowl and be scared of Jalen Ramsey? You already got to be scared of Aaron Donald. You, you got you to be scared of him knocking your fucking head off. And then you got to worry about a defensive player who honestly, he just gets into people's heads. And you know what's so funny is the one player that he hated the most, he plays with him now. Jalen Ramsey hates Odell Beckham as a human, and they play together. So for me, I, I like Jalen Ramsey as a player, but the things that he does, the dirty things that he does on the field, I, I just I, I can't get with it. So in my personal opinion, I'm hoping he gets burnt in two weeks. And it'll be the day before Valentine's Day, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I hope not because what Jalen, you know, Jalen Ramsey does like little petty shit. Like he'll try to rip off people's necklaces and uh, like their chains and shit like that. I would send him a box of flowers on on Super Bowl Sunday for Valentine's Day and sign that shit, Jamar Chase, and then just hope Jamar Chase just you know sixteen receptions for two hundred twenty four yards. I need that. I need I can, that. I can see it happening because. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is older. He's been in the league for five years now. This is, mm-hmm. you know, Jamar Chase, a rookie. So, I mean, I think Chase is a lot, a lot faster than Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I was going to say, the one aspect of this game where City is going to have to step it up is their offensive line. They're going to have to protect Joe Burrow big time. For him mm-hmm. to throw at the chase, because if they don't, I mean, look, I mean, God, look at the game against the Titans. The Titans had what nine sacks on them, and mm-hmm. I know the Rams. I know the Rams' defense is much, much better than the Titans' defense. So, yep, you know they they just they they got to mm, they got to protect them, and hopefully they can. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I just. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. What, what, you didn't say your prediction, your score prediction. So right now, the score predictions oh, okay. I have, um, I said 37 to 29. Q said 28 to 24 for Cincy. So what about you? And it's okay if you pick the Rams because there has to be contrarian, but it's up to you. No, I am fully going. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going with the Bengals on the upset. And my prediction is going to be. 31-28 Cincinnati. 
it comes down to an Evan McPherson field goal. Wow, I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. So we so right now, all three of us have Cincy winning mm-hmm. in convincing fashions, being a kick. Uh Q said twenty eight twenty four. I said thirty-seven twenty-nine. We're all going Cincy. So this can either be us hating each other and just purposely picking the wrong team, or <laughs> us being fans of the upset. Um but if anything is true, this entire fucking playoffs has been nothing but upsets. I would it's, just it's, love to see not the first okay. round, not the not the round card round, because we only had one. But it was the one that, mm-hmm. that everyone wanted to see. That was the Cowboys mm-hmm. going down. Um, yes. But yeah, this, the, the divisional round, full of upsets. Full of upsets and close games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, I, I normally root for the underdog in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and usually the underdog is some shitty team that didn't deserve to get there. Cincinnati deserves mm-hmm. to be there. And, yeah. and as I was texting and tweeting and on Facebook all yesterday, Joe Burrow's that dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I am definitely going, I'm definitely going with the upset here. Uh, if you, if you bet, I will be betting on Cincinnati. Yeah. Four, right now, they're currently four point, four point dogs. Underdogs in this game so far. Um, yeah, go ahead, and, go ahead and drop fifty dollars on it and win, win these budget. Yep. Now I will say, um, unlike last season, I'm not doing DraftKings a FanDuel. I want to enjoy this game by not picking players that I hope do good. I hope that makes sense. Like, I just don't want to be like, oh, yeah, well, I have, you know, Joe Burrow as my quarterback, but I also have Odell and Van Jefferson, and I have, you know, Jamar Chase. And, like, I I don't want to do that. This will be the first Super Bowl that I just say, you know what? I don't want to bet, even though I think the the pot for Super Bowl is like $5 million for the um the $9 entry. I think it's like $5 million. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'd rather not even deal with that because you know how many sharks are going to be in FanDuel oh, yeah. with seven with 170 lineups with every possible. <laughs> but no, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll save I'll save my money and I get to enjoy the game. So I'm I'm definitely going to do that. Um, more than likely, I told Q that I was going to watch the Super Bowl with with him if the 49ers got in. Now I can say you know what we could probably still go out. Because it'll be cheaper to drink, we just have to find a Cincinnati bar. Because I'm not going to a Rams bar in DC if there is one. It'll be the driest fucking place in the world. And the reason why I say that is because it's only one team in California that should have won on Sunday, and it was the fucking San Francisco Four. Did you see their stadium? That was the Rams stadium, and all I saw was red. Oh yeah, that, that's what they were doing last week when the Rams won uh, last week against Tampa. Like mm-hmm. three, four hours later, all the tickets went on sale, and like the Rams front office and everybody were buying tickets, so all the Forty mm-hmm. ers fans didn't buy them all. Yep. And but the thing is, they still showed up. Yeah, of course, because like when you think about like for me, when I thought about the Rams, I was like, okay, like the Rams, like cool. When they came back from St. Louis, like people were like, okay, sure. 
but they didn't have a team for years. So they adopted either the Chargers or the 49ers. And most people adopted the 49ers because they were kind of like the superior team at that mm-hmm. time. So like you, you were either the Chargers or you're the 49ers. I'd personally be a 49ers fan because I don't like the Chargers that much. But then you get the Rams to come back and it's like, oh, well, how do we get the team to look better? Oh, we just we sign everybody. And they signed everybody, which is cool, but nah. Like, first, I just I want to hate on them so bad for beating San Francisco, but that was Jimmy's fault. So, how the fuck you throw that? No, what's the dude's name that they threw the fucking ball and it hit him dead in the chest, and he just like had an asthma attack on the ball and said, "Huh, like fuck, I don't want to catch it." Bro, like if he is not cut in the off season, I don't fucking idiot. Like, bro, the one. The one time you can catch the ball wide open, there's nobody to your left or your right. It hits you dead. Never mind. You just had one job. One job, let, bro. Let, let me have, can I throw a question out there for you guys? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, go ahead. Because after the game, a lot of the announcers there and, you know, sideline reporters and everything were saying that this is possibly Jimmy G's last game with San Francisco. Um, where do you think? Yeah. Where do you think he ends up? Tampa Bay, uh, not Tampa Bay, um, Houston. <laughs> Houston, hear me out. Denver. Denver, hear me out. No, he ain't going to Denver. Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to follow his coaches to Denver. Yeah. Um, now you you can call me crazy, but. I think Jimmy G ends up in Cleveland. Oh wow! Um, they this this the city of Cleveland has completely shit on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> two yeah. years ago, two years ago he was their savior, and now he couldn't hit water from a boat. Uh yeah, they have turned their back on him so quickly that it's ridiculous. And now they all want him traded or, you know, draft another quarterback, trade for somebody. Please, just not Baker Mayfield. And Jesus. it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy listening to it. But I, I, I love it. I love it. I can see Jimmy G in Cleveland so somehow. Maybe even have a good QB competition between him and Baker. So, you know what? You were starting chaos. And I love it. You be too. <laughs> I, I, I fucking love it. I would love to see. Yo, can you imagine how pissed off people would be if they had to watch a State Farm commercial from a backup quarterback? <laughs> so good. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yo, I can, I can see it now. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield having fucking commercials, but he's a second string quarterback. Got to make his money. Cleveland, yo, Cleveland is no. But then, then the fucked up part about it is, isn't Joe Burrow from Cleveland? And they had (laughs) so good. Can you uh, imagine? He's from Finley. That's 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 close enough. That's close enough. Wait, he's from where? He's from Finley. Finley, Ohio. Yeah. Wow, that's same town Ben Roethlisberger's from. Yo, can you imagine if fucking Cincinnati gets a ring this year <laughs> and all Cleveland can do is get another quarterback? <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Oh shit. Oh my God. Now I have to say this because nobody nobody else is gonna say this but me, but I might as well say it. Um LeBron James, I love you as a player, bro, but your ass better not be at the Super Bowl talking about how much you admire Joe Burrow and he's gonna nope stay in Cleveland because you weren't talking a fucking thing about Cincinnati at all. You were up Baker Mayfield's ass, and before that, you were up Johnny Manziel's ass, and it's proven to do nothing for you or the great state of Ohio. Stay the fuck where you're at. Let Cincinnati win and be good, because notice you know every LeBron player... Gonna, you know LeBron's gonna be at the game because of Odell. Yeah. yeah but like like I said, like I said, I don't want LeBron rooting for Cincinnati in the Super Bowl, and I understand he's friends with Odell. But I can see him being friends with Odell if they win and be like, oh, we're, we're cool, blah, 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 blah. But if Cincinnati wins, he's going to do like, you know, fucking athletes do. And be like, all right, no, that's my favorite team because, you know, they're doing it for Ohio. Bro, you've never mentioned Cincinnati not once in your entire fucking NBA career because they were always seen as the afterthought. They were always the other team in Ohio, right? Right. You, you've had, with- since LeBron's been, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, which brings me to this question, because this has been going on in Ohio since the game yesterday. All day today, I hear it at work and everything, right? And for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, I live in Ohio, like about an hour west of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So say you lived in um, California, okay? Mm-hmm. And your team, your you know your, your favorite team that you, you know, born and raised you love is the 49ers. Now... You got the 49ers, you got the Rams, you got the Chargers, uh, you had the Raiders. But anyway, the 49ers, your team, they don't go to the Super Bowl, but the Rams do. How many people that were 49ers fans go, oh, I want the Rams to win? You know, the, you know, it's a California thing. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You get one team and one team only to root for. You mm-hmm. can't be hopping on that bandwagon that fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. it annoys the shit out of me when people do that. <laughs> yeah, like that. That shit would bother me to the core. But you know what? LeBron's going to do it. No, LeBron's. No. Oh, we, we, they did it for Ohio. No, they did it for fucking Cincinnati. And the the eighteen hundred fans that they actually had before the fucking Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Talking about oh, we're doing it for Ohio. Like tell oh. fucking Johnny Manziel that. And it didn't like Johnny Manziel's like ex wife. Didn't she like get pregnant by somebody in the league or something like? That? I, I, I was reading oh, an article man. about that shit. Like, I was like, yo, like, um, it was somebody. Like, oh, I'll look it up. But Q, if you don't mind playing those voicemails, bro, we got damn six voicemails. Jesus, yeah, we have, we have a few. So here we go. Both the 49ers and the Chiefs both lost that game. Their their games respectively. You know, they both had the games in the bag. You know. And they allowed the other teams to crawl back, tie it, and then eventually win it. You know, they fucking sucked, especially the Chiefs. <laughs> Oof. That was a bigger loss than the uh, 49ers losing to the Rams. Because it's the 49ers, I mean, they were only up by 10, and they were on the road. The Chiefs were up by 18 and at home. So the loss by the Chiefs is much more devastating. That 18-point loss was more devastating than when the Patriots lost by They were winning by 18 and they lost to the Colts, you know. But the Patriots team wasn't even as half as good as this uh, Kansas City Chiefs team was, you know. And the Indianapolis Colts weren't as much better than the uh, Chiefs, you know. So uh, 
Yeah, that loss by the Chiefs was worse. Interesting point. Yeah. Interesting point. Yeah. Interesting point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next, next voice now. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to beat the Los Angeles Rams. Why? First and foremost, they have the better quarterback. I mean, no disrespect to Stafford, but Joe Burrow is a one heck of a fucking ball player. He knows how to play that position very well. And he doesn't do too many stupid mistakes to put his team in like bad positions. I mean, he beat one of the best defensive teams in the league in the playoffs in the Titans, and they were the number one seed in the AFC, you know. Then he takes down one of the most prolific offenses in the the Kansas City Chiefs. And he didn't just beat the Chiefs once this year, but he beat them twice. He's got Patrick Mahomes' number. It's like freaking Tom Brady having freaking Peyton Manning's number. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is Joe Burrow's bitch. And uh, so you can throw whatever defense or offense at him. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to come out on top. Uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, you know. You know, Joe Burrow, he's a good guy. You know, I like the kid. The kid is, uh, you know, he's doing what he got to do. He, he's throwing the fuck out the ball. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You have another guy on the other side of the ball called Matthew Stafford, Okay. That son of a bitch could fucking fling a ball from here to Jersey. I'll tell you that right now. And hit his fucking target. That's a fucking bona fide quarterback right there. So I'm going to go with the Rams. And their defense is legendary. Okay? You got, uh, and then with the receivers, with Odell uh, Beckham Jr. I mean, this is a really legit team. If they lose, it is an upset, my friend. I'm going to tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking upset. Okay? So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely for the L.A. Rams and... The Bengals, you know, they got good colors. I, I like their jersey colors. Other than that, who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That was a good one. That was good. That was. Oh, man. They got good colors. <laughs> good. Joe Burrow is also trying to be, trying to make some history, too. He's trying to be the... Uh, third quarterback to win a national championship and then a Super Bowl within his first two years in the league. The other two players who've done it before him, Joe Namath and Joe Montana. So he's trying to become the third Joe, you know, Joe Burrow, you know, three Joes winning a national title and Super Bowl within two years, you know, it's awesome. It's great, you know. I hope he uh, does that win that Super Bowl You said he, he said he hopes he doesn't win it. That means he's going to win. That's what I thought. Yep. Well, the fact that the fact that he brought up the Joe thing. Now you know how we are into like NFL, you know, sport conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that he brought up that Joe thing. Now I'm going to hear nothing but that. I'm going to see it on Twitter, and Q is going to retweet it. And he's like, Greg, like it, it's the Joe effect. So mm-hmm. hey, I, I'm with it. I, I'm with the narrative. Let let's get it. But let's. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Get a ring. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to the Las Vegas Raiders, and he's going to rejoin with his former offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, who was just hired as their head coach. That's possible. I like that take. I like that take. That's possible. Very, very possible. 
very, very, very. I would not. <coughs> I would not put it past uh, Mark Davis to do something like that. Was was, was it confirmed that they did hire Josh McDaniels? Yes, or I know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know yes, he had he like a second interview. They were flying him out, but I never heard anything if he actually got hired. So, not his uh, introductory presser was today. So okay, it, it cool. Is, it is official. Yeah, it is official. That's crazy. There we go. Hey, I just wanted to add to the Jimmy G conversation, and I know this is going to sound insane. It's going to sound crazy. I really think that Belichick is going to bring him back to the Patriots. He never wanted to trade him in the first place. Tom Brady forced it by going over Belichick's head to uh, Robert Kraft. And like on the low, Belichick and Tom Brady still beefing over that decision to this day. I think he takes Jimmy G back because for whatever reason, Jimmy G looked pretty good in the Patriots system. I don't know how. But he did. Man, you just got to fight with Matt Jones now. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess Jimmy G can't turn down the trade if if the front office trades him. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, it makes sense. But I can't see him going to a team to be to be known to be a backup. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I like these theories, man. I'm telling you, these off-season talks that we're going to have on these shows. Love them. Yeah, they're going to be really, really good. All right, let's go. Next voicemail. Here we go. Hey, this is my last message. So I live in Chicago. When the White Sox didn't make it to the World Series and the Cubs did, I'm not going to lie, bro. Maybe it's because we're in the same city, but like everyone became Cubs fans for like one series. Not going to lie. And maybe it was because they hadn't won in like 100 years, but a lot of that did happen. But ironically, when the White Sox went to the World Series, no Cubs fans cheered them on. Like legit. They just held, you know, they held the course. So, yeah, I know what he's saying. No, it, it can be annoying sometimes to watch people flip just for their own entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. That's crazy. Next, next voice. But at least, but before we get to the next voice, bro, uh, mm-hmm. at least, you know, it, it, like Chicago, you got the Cubs and you got the White Sox. Like, that's, that's something, you know, that's, I mean, at least you're, I know they hate each other, but at least it's in the same city. Like, you got LeBron. He ain't never say anything about, never. He actually laughed at, at, at Cincinnati. He, <laughs> Anyway, well, it, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> play these, play these two voicemails, Q, because I'm going to bring up another point. Go ahead, play okay. the voicemail. There we go. Something about that Jimmy G character over there. Tell you something. I like that guy. Okay, let me tell you why I like that guy. Because he went out and he fucked a fucking porn star. Now he did that shit <laughs> in public eye. You got to give him fucking credit for that. He got balls. Okay, a lot of people go behind the fucking scenes and all that shit. You know, but he did that shit in the fucking public, and I love him for that. You know, and he's a good-looking kid. You got to give him that. He's a good-looking kid. Oh my god, I tell you, he can't throw a fucking ball. Okay, <laughs> he can't hit a fucking target. Okay, did you see that shit? He was right there. The fucking guy. All he had to do is hit the guy above. You know, just a little, a, a little longer, a little deeper. And he couldn't fucking do it. He's right in front of the guy. He couldn't do it. Okay, but he's got good taste. He has good taste. I tell you this, he's a freaky motherfucker, I tell you that, and I love him for it, and he'll have all the time in the fucking world now that he's not in the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? All right. 
Hey, replay that fucking voicemail. <laughs> hey, he's a freaky motherfucker. <laughs> something about that Jimmy G character over there. Let me tell you something. I like that guy. Okay, let me tell you why I like that guy. Because he went out and he fucked a fucking porn star. Now, he did that shit in public eye. You got to give him fucking credit for that. He got balls, okay? A lot of people go behind the fucking scenes and all that shit, you know? But he did that shit in the fucking public, and I love him for that. You know? And he's a good-looking kid. You got to give him that. He's a good-looking kid. Oh, my God. I tell you, he can't throw a fucking ball, okay? He can't hit a fucking target. Okay, did you see that shit? He was right there. The fucking guy, all he had to do is hit the guy above, you know, just a little, a little longer, a little deeper. And he couldn't fucking do it. He's right in front of the guy. He couldn't do it. Okay? But he's got good taste. He has good taste. I tell you this. He's a freaky motherfucker. I tell you that. And I love him for it. And he'll have all the time in the fucking world now that he's not in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? All right. Hey, yo. Um, hold on, hold on. We, we, we got to put an editor's note. So our editor, I need him to make that clip and send it to us because I swear, Every time we talk about Jimmy G, right, right, we're gonna play that clip. He's a freaky motherfucker. He's a freaky motherfucker. He's a freaky motherfucker. Thank you, Harold. Thank you very much for that voice, Yes, that was a good one. That was a good one. Here's the next one. And I'm just glad the fuck Tom Brady's the fuck out of here. I can't stand that son of a bitch. You know, drinking fucking avocado smoothies and shit. Fuck that guy. I'm happy that he's gone. He only fucking won two legit Super Bowls, okay? The defense and the kickers won the rest, all right? Fuck him. I'm glad he's gone. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely oh. love it. Oh, wow. Next question. And can we get Cam Newton... A team, please? A real, legit, contending team with a fucking offensive line? I mean, the guy's just wasted talent. I don't understand this league. The man was in the Super Bowl. Come on. He's a good quarterback. You got to give him a fucking team. Chicago's not bad. Not bad. I, I agree. I, I agree. That Cam take, we've been saying that for months. Like, why the fuck is he not on, like, a competitor? Because... Carolina don't look like they're competing for shit other than who they're going to end up sending Christian McCaffrey to. Because just like that guy from the Browns, Christian McCaffrey, he's about two seasons removed for playing for the Jets. Yes, he's a, a number one, you know, in fantasy, but it hasn't paid off for anybody in the last two seasons. So, but with Cam, where the fuck could he go? Could he go to Vegas? Me, I, yeah. Me personally, I don't think Cam's gonna play in the NFL anymore. I don't think anybody gives him, a, gives him a shot. I know we what said about that Atlanta last year, though. though. What about Atlanta? Like Atlanta, a dome. Like I'm not, like Cam in a dome instead of playing in Carolina. Like who the fuck wants to go to Carolina to play anything? Like, but like. I want to see him in Vegas. I want to see him in a market like that's that, not a small market like Atlanta. Send his ass to Vegas. He's box office. Like, have him come in with the top hats looking like Mr. Monopoly Man and shit. Yeah, like, fuck, Vegas. Yes, Vegas. I, I, I would love to see it. But like you said, 
Cam, I don't know if it's his arm or like just him as a person, but he don't feel like he, you know, he doesn't look like he wants to be in the league. And the league is like, you know what? Clearly he don't want to be here. So, right, right. Unless Washington, you know, Q's team finally decides that they need a quarterback and they go and get him. I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Washington because two two twenty two is almost here. Um, I think the Washington football team, whoever, whatever the goddamn nickname will be, um, come Wednesday, they're going to get one through the draft. They're going to get one through the draft. I think it might be Kenny Pickett. It might be that uh, that Malik Rock, that Malik kid from uh, from Liberty. But I think they draft a quarterback in the first round this year, um, and then they use Taylor Heineke as a bri- as the bridge. Um, I mean, I mean, it's telling. Ron Rivera was his head coach with, with Cam Newton, or as I call him, Little Cam's <clears throat> head coach in Carolina, and he didn't even want to sign him. And it's been that it's been that way for the last two seasons. So I don't think. Ron Rivera is going to change his mind all of a sudden and say, hey, bring, bring Noodle Cam up here. It hasn't happened then. It's not going to happen now. It's never going to happen. I think I agree with, I think I agree with both of you all. And I think that Cam doesn't want to be in the league no more. Let him go to Paris and model. <laughs> you know, that's probably, he'll probably catch more things in Paris than he would here. But you know what? Next voicemail. Well, when it comes to baseball, it comes to the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox. A lot of Cubs fans turn to White Sox fans. That's why the Chicago White Sox even have fans. It's because they were originally Cubs fans turned White Sox fans. So if the White Sox made the World Series and a bunch of Cubs fans didn't vote for them, well, technically, the fans that did vote for them, they were originally Cubs fans. Because uh, the Chicago Cubs were... In Chicago, before the White Sox, you know, baseball is a Chicago Cubs thing in Chicago, not a White Sox thing. Mm. I never knew that. I always thought it was like, well, the Cubs aren't winning. The team was winning. And and that's more of a territorial thing, too, also, isn't it? Because, uh, like, one's on the south side of Chicago, one's on, like, the north side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, I believe so. I, I mean, I just always thought that was like a territorial thing. Yeah, I always thought the same. I just figured, like, hey, like wh- whoever's winning at that moment is who you rooted for, right? But, right. Because honestly, like you know, that's how I feel about like California. And I know somebody's gonna be like, great, that's definitely not the case. But I'm like, think about like nobody is like nobody admits that they are like a Sacramento Kings fan, like. And then when they start winning, it's like, hey, like we're fans in Sacramento, but we're fans of the team, but we actually are like Oakland fans. We're because f- most people that I've talked to from California, are like, hey, I grew up a Lakers fan, and I'm a diehard Lakers fan. But if they're not, it's like, you know what? I like the Warriors because I'm in Oakland. I live in Oakland. I was raised in Oakland. But you know what? I also root for the Lakers. Like, so, so who is your team? And you right. never get an answer. It's like, so you like all the teams. That's cool. But which one is your team? That's how I feel about Chicago. Like, I've I've never heard a like Chicago baseball fan say like, you know what? Like, I, I like the Cubs, but I don't like the White Sox. It's always been like, hey, I'm a Cubs fan, 
It's like, all right, cool. It's implied. Like, that's their squad. But they always, you know, they admire, I don't say they admire, but they, like, if they like them that year, if they're having a winning record talking about the White Sox, they don't mind mm-hmm. rooting for them. So to hear now, it's like, hey, if you're in Chicago, you're a Cubs fan or nothing. I was like, damn. So, so do you have to live in, like, Indiana to be, like, a White Sox fan or something? Like, Well, into that point, though, because it's, like, because we, we, we brought this up because of, like LeBron saying the mm-hmm. you know about Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Cincinnati and Cleveland are in the same division. They're in mm-hmm. the same conference. The White Sox and the Cubs are two different leagues. One's American mm-hmm. League, one's a National League. Um, go to New York, Yankees and the Mets. Yankees are in the American League, Mets are in the National League. Mm-hmm. So it, it's sort of like, you know, where, where does your, you know, where's your fandom or whatever go for? And that yep. was my whole point when I, when I brought that up about all that, it, you know, around here, well, mm-hmm. they're, they're still in Ohio. So we're going to root for them, which is fine. It's just, it's just annoying when they root for one team the entire year and they didn't make mm-hmm. it. So, oh, oh, well, yeah, let's go Bengals. They're going to kick their ass. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have one more voicemail, and I'll play this voicemail, and then I'll go ahead, Q. Give Cam Newton a team? What are you talking about? Cam Newton's washed up. He sucks. Heck, if Bill Belichick couldn't freaking turn him into anything, and Bill Belichick freaking made Garoppolo look like freaking amazing. Heck, he looked mad. He made Mac Jones look fucking pretty damn good, too. And if Cam Newton's losing his freaking starting quarterback position to a rookie, it shows he has nothing left in the tank. He's on empty. He's just a big, strong body, and that's about it. Maybe you can turn him into a tight, into a blocking tight end. But other than that, or even a running back. But as a quarterback, nah, he's done. He sucks, you know? Yeah, I can agree with that. Especially since we have enough tape. I feel like when we when he got to New England, it was like, yo, we don't have enough tape with him with like a winning coach that wants to win with a team and stuff like. But it's like, yo, but his number one receivers are like somebody that we don't know and we probably would never talk about. Then fucking Matt Jones comes in and makes them all look like decent fucking wide receivers. Like, what the fuck? So then, like, it feels like the common denominator actually was Cam Newton, and it was just us who were like fans of Cam. And we're like scapegoating, like, oh, it can't be Cam. It has to be everybody else. But then he got back to Carolina. You're like, yo, like, what the fuck? What is this? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, you're right, man. Yeah. I, I, I still think the whole, like, him going back to Carolina was all publicity. It was a publicity <laughs> stunt. Of course. Yeah. Of course. David Tepper needed to, need to sell tickets because, mm-hmm. because the team was starting to lose. And people were not starting. People were not filling up Bank of America Stadium, and it was a, it, it, it was off the show. It was it was a, yeah. it, it, a vanity sign that came on the, the day it happened. It's a vanity sign. Yep. it was a vanity sign. Yep. and yep. it proved he went zero five. He went zero five as a starter. It only threw wasn't only it only threw for over two hundred yards one. Maybe two times. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry, Cam. You tried. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we tried. All right, so, yeah, we tried all season. 
literally try. I, well, I didn't because I, I said that he was back. But we did try. We did try. As a show, we did try. All right. So continuing down on the docket, we're just going to touch really quickly because we spent a lot of time on the AFC and NFC Championship games. But I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, Izzy. And you, and you know who I'm about to. You know who I'm about to bring up. Mm-hmm. Izzy or Izzy not calling it a career? Depends on what no. Giselle tells him. No, he's fucking. He has an ego, man. He has an ego. Even if he's not going to retire, he's going to sign that one-game contract with New England. It'll be a home game in New England, probably against... Actually, I remember I was saying they played Tampa last what, last episode. I was like, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to repeat myself. He's going to sign a one-day contract. He's going to play in New England. And even if it's fucking for a half, because, you know, they're not going to let Mac Jones just like... Be like, oh, I'm going to step aside for Brady for a fucking game. But you know what? It could be a change of the guard that way. Just a magic touch. TB comes in for the fucking third or fourth quarter. See if he still has an arm to get them into a game. And then guess what? He retires. It might be fucking week one of the league, you know, of the season. And people are like, oh, well, we got Brady for one game in New England. I can live with that. I just personally can't see Tom Brady with the fucking last 60 days that he's had as a player retiring on a loss to fucking Los Angeles. Can't see it. Can't fucking see it. Can you imagine his final game against the, the team that everybody wanted him to go to, which was fucking LA. Even I think that was, did they want him to go to, no, they did want him to go to the Rams. So he was supposed to go in that golf thing. They were like, oh, we'll trade golf to the uh, Patriots and then you just get Brady. And I was like, no, nobody expected him to go to fucking t- uh, Tampa. So for me and my personal opinion, one day contract, he ends up playing possibly against the Rams or, you know, because that would probably be like uh, a cleanup game for them. So open a season with a Tom Brady win and then he retires. And now you have Mac Jones saying, you know what? You hold the mantle now. You've proven to be the quarterback. But he's not going to just retire. He's not Drew Brees. He's not going to retire being a loser. Sorry. Can't do it. But see, that's the thing. He has nothing to prove. He, he, I mean, that's why I think he does call it quits because he really has nothing else to prove. He owns damn near every major statistical quarterback category. Um, you know, he's got seven Super Bowl wins, more than <clears throat> more than any team. So, yeah, I just don't think he has anything to prove, and I think he hangs it up. Yeah, it'd be nice. I just. Me and me and my heart of hearts. If if I'm as much of a Brady fan as I like lead on, mm-hmm. I want him to go back home. The same way Paul Pierce went back home. I don't think Jordan ever went back to Chicago because he was like on the outs with them anyway. But right. like you know how teams go back and they sign that one day contract and just retire. Right. I'll yeah, take yeah. that. Even if he doesn't play, just take the one day contract, retire with your team that you started with. They gave you the shot. If he comes back and he goes and he's like, you know what? I'm going to run it back with Tampa. I'm like, fuck. At that point, I'm like, no, you should have hung it up. Because God, can you imagine fucking 18 weeks of him throwing a Mike Evans? 
Again? No. <laughs> no. Right. No. You know who uh, else? Can I say this I one last thing? Go right ahead. No, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say real quick. There's only one other person in professional sports right now who I can see that happening or see who I can see doing that, and that's LeBron. When his yep. career is done, I think, and I've even said this the past couple of years, he comes back to Cleveland, decides like a one day contract, and retires as a Cavalier. Yep. That's all. There's not many. Yeah, there's not many people that honestly will do that for their teams. Like, you know, I can see that happening. Like you said, LeBron, the only other NBA player I can see doing that is like Kyle Lowry, because like who the fuck else is going to sign him for a one day contract? Like, Mm -hmm. pardon him. Uh, Maybe uh, Chris Paul. Like he went with New Orleans, right? Well, actually, no, he he burnt the shit out of the New Orleans thing. That would never happen. Um, but with, I can't hide yeah, he, he's been with yeah, a lot. I don't of think teams. him. And, <laughs> yeah, he, he's been with so many teams. Like I had to think about his original team. That's how fucked up that is. But it might have been Charlotte. Yeah, it was Charlotte. Yeah, damn, was it Charlotte? It was Charlotte. I think yeah, Jordan was. Wasn't, no, Jordan wasn't, wasn't so, so, <clears throat> no uh, so it wasn't Charlotte. Charlotte. The old Hornets had just moved to New Orleans, and that's when they got, and that's when the Bobcats. That, that's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. That's what I knew it was either New Orleans, either way, they were scrubs when they had them. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, I would personally, again, Brady, just one game. He don't got to play. I, I would just enjoy that thoroughly, mainly because I just want to see Belichick and him embrace one last time him playing. Or even just being in a twelve jersey, even though they they want the outs and stuff like that, then it just like it erases that whole like narrative of them hating each other and you know Belichick really wanted Garoppolo and stuff like that's fine if that's true, but in my head I don't ever want to see like a quarterback and a player who has so much history together go out the way that it looks like they would go out, which is Brady being like, well, I'm dumb. That time with New England was that time, and I don't even want to deal with that coach anymore. It'll say a lot about his character if he signs a one-day contract just to deal with Bill Belichick for one game and then retire. Because right now, the way it looks is, he hate me, I hate him, we're going to stay here, and I'm going to retire. So do, do it for the people, Brady. I mean, yeah, it could happen. It could definitely happen. I, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, I could see it definitely happening, you know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or, <laughs> or sign with uh, Tennessee because they're already garbage. Why not? Like, <laughs> you know, you know, let him play one more year. Sign with Jacksonville. See what he can do with that team. You know what? You know what? We're, we're going too far. We're going too far. <laughs> Sign with Jacksonville. Oh, right. God. He, he, he's going to be touching pussies with Urban Meyer, huh? Oh, shit. Thumbs and butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're going to hell. Yes. In a handbasket with Gasoline drawing. All right. So, moving on from the, from the NFL this week. Uh, again, nothing much has happened in the NBA except for Andrew fucking Wiggins is an all-star starter. I have no oh. idea how. No idea how. 
I couldn't tell you anything that's happening in the NBA. Um, mainly because I told you I don't give a fuck until All Star break. So is that then? Um, even though I, I want to care, I am you know talking to Q's point. I am really excited that players are starting to get noticed for their actual play and not their name. Wiggins has actually been balling from the stat sheets that I've seen, the little clips I've seen on Twitter. So if he deserves it, if the league and the fan votes say that he deserves it, that's cool because then I can actually watch the All-Star game and I don't have to worry about seeing fucking Russell Westbrook shoot 56 times and make nine of them. Like, or, you know, I, I just feel like the, the league is going in a really good direction with the all-star like teams. I'm completely happy with it. And the Wiggins like situation, that's, it's really dope. Now I just need the NBA and the NFL to fully embrace the metaverse because before we got on the show and I, I'm going to let you get back to it. I went to my first ever, NBA game in the metaverse where I was actually at the stadium, like in my Oculus. So I put the Oculus on, I could watch the game and everything like that. If we can do that for the future, I will become a metaverse season ticket holder for a lot of games. That is the best experience of watching basketball because as like the game flows, you can move. So if they're on the opposite side of the court, your seat automatically moves to court side on the other side. It's, it, oh, it's fucking it's fucking amazing. So that I think the Wizards dope, have man. yeah, the Wizards have a metaverse game coming up soon and we've been to Wizards games before and it really not, like it doesn't matter in that stadium where you sit there's always like a decent view. But when you're court side and you're able to like see the back of like F Curry's head and fucking like see the ball go out of bounds and it's all the entire game. So there are no commercial breaks. You see the time when they go to timeout, you're sitting behind the players. Like, so that's the, so like, when they call timeout, you're, you're like automatically behind a bench and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like what they do is they move like, cause they have different cameras in the stadium for the right, metaverse. Right. So like you're sitting at like eye level, the way that like you would normally see a game. Like say if you're sitting like front row, like front and center, your feet are on the hardwood. That's where oh, you would be sitting. So you can see, like, one of the plays, like, the coach walked right past the camera. He looks and he look, he points at the camera and stuff like that as if, like, you're there because you're actually watching the games. It, it's... Do they charge for this? The like, Oc- per game? The Oculus is, no, no. Here's the fucking part, the beauty about it. It's free. It's fucking free. So with the Oculus, like, I think right now they're introducing it this season and then next year it'll be widely adopted if you have like a vr system like the oculus and stuff like that so imagine how much money you save by saying you know what i don't want to spend 70 80 dollars to go to see the wizards or something like that like me i've personally i've never seen lebron live like i've never actually gone to see him at a stadium i told myself i would his final year but i don't feel inclined to have to fight for those seats the one time Q and I almost went, we went to a bar and he was playing at the, you know, at the stadium and we were at the bar in the stadium. And one of the guys was about to offer us the tickets. I just didn't realize that the tickets themselves to see LeBron were like two or three hundred bucks. I don't want to. Uh, can you imagine paying three hundred dollars to see him beat your team? Like, no, I don't want to see that shit. But that, right, but, right, but. But this was like when LeBron, what he what he used to do before the league changed the rules. I think 
Q mentioned this like earlier in the season about the rules being changed where players had to actually play those games just because like they were playing a scrub team, like all of a sudden they would just take the night off. That was because of um the coach from the Spurs is like, oh, well, that was around the Kawhi yeah, Leonard thing. Like, oh. Popovich, Popovich. Yeah. And when they changed Low the rules, it's like, oh, yeah. So thank God for that. But like, hopefully, like for Q's birthday, I can like make some money on the, you know, the, the stocks and the crypto and stuff like that because I'm getting us all fucking Oculus. The, the shit is so good. I didn't think it was going to be good until I went to that game tonight. I watched the game. I was like, yo, like, I felt like I was there. Like, the only thing that was missing is the fucking twenty dollar beer and the eighteen dollar nachos. That was it. <laughs> it was it was that good, man. Dude. So if you've never done it, I would highly suggest trying out like going to a lot of you can go to concerts and stuff like that. But the NBA, they they have so much forward thinking and it's shout out to the like the owners and stuff like that for adopting the metaverse because if they ever do like the all-star game, all-star tickets are like they start at like eight hundred bucks. Can you imagine being at the All Star Weekend front row, watching a dunk contest in the metaverse? That would be cool as it, shit. That would, yep. But you know, back back to the whole story about like uh, Wiggins, man. Shout out, he's actually he's doing some good. Do, do they have like the official lineup queue, or is it just like him that they? Okay, so the the starters were were announced last Thursday on TNT. The reserves gets. The reserves get announced mm-hmm. this coming Thursday on TNC. So here are the starters. In the West, <clears throat> you have Team LeBron. He, he, he was the leading vote getter for the Western Conference. So he, is, he will be the captain again. Um, oh, God. So the Western Conference starters are LeBron, yeah, Nikola Jokic, Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, and John Morant in his first career all-star game start in the east kevin durant is the is the captain but we all know you know he did not be playing in the all-star game because he's currently injured but he was the top vote getter in the east so he's the captain of the team uh, we have Giannis, joel and b trey young and demar DeRozan. And those are your east and west conference uh, all-star starters and I said the reserve will be named on Thursday and then the following Thursday that will be the tip um, LeBron and Katie will pick their teams hmm that, this sounds like it's going to be a really good game or just, well, are you still doing since that they, well since the since, since they changed the format um, they changed the format uh, where the top vote getter gets to pick the teams. It's been Steph and Giannis, LeBron and Giannis, LeBron and Giannis, LeBron and now Durant. Hmm. Now, do they still have the rule, like the incentive rule with like the fourth quarter matters and stuff like that? Like, yeah. So they still the fourth quarter is is the Elam ending. Um, you know that was brought into brought into place um, following. <clears throat> following the death of, of Kobe, mm-hmm. uh, so that so that is still in effect. Where they add up the scores, um, they add up the scores, and then there's a target score that teams have to have to match, and it's uh, and it's untimed. Like as soon as mm-hmm. the team hits that, 
gets the target score, they win the game. You know what? I will be watching, but the All-Star Weekend, is it the week of the 21st this year because the Super Bowl is on the 13th? Yes. It's the, uh, the All-Star Game is going to be on uh, February it's going to be February 20th. All right. Looks like February's book with good TV. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay. But here's a, here's what I wanted to bring up real quick. Okay. And I kind of just like, I, I'm looking at the list of small forwards uh, in the Western conference and how Andrew Wiggins got voted on like as a starter. And there is literally maybe one other small forward on that list that I might pick over him to start and that's Anthony Edwards. Other than that, mm-hmm. everyone else is everyone else is trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. so I, I just kept saying to myself, how did Andrew Wiggins get voted as a starter? And now I just looked at the list and I go, okay, well, it makes perfect sense now. Now, is that because, like, they had to do the positions? Like, because didn't they do it before? It was like, all right, they had LeBron and they had AD, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, I, I see what y'all doing here. But or they, are they doing, like, strict, like, it has to be your position now? Because if so, no, so, so they going to give a lot. So the starters are chosen as two guards and three fours. They got rid of the center position because, you know, the, the, the NBA is moving to be a position that's late. Um, so, and then... <laughs> Remember that one year when they had this, it was like four or five years ago when they had the center position and Mike Muscala mm-hmm. almost got voted in as a starter. And that's why I got rid of yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so yeah, crazy. So it's, so it's two guards and three forwards. Okay, so then they're, they're just picking forwards then. Which is crazy. The center's yeah. a, the centers in the league are for all star purposes. They're they're regarded as um, a you know a front court player. That's what it is now. Front court. So you have the back court. Wow. Back court. Front you. court. That's why Luca is in as a guard when you know in the old days of the NBA he would have been a four. Jesus. See, the the NBA man gotta hate him, but. We, we got some voicemails. I'm going to hit that button. What I think is that uh, Bill Belichick probably saw that Cam Newton really didn't have anything left in him. You know, he t- gave him a year. Didn't really work out. You know, tried to give him a second chance with the second year. Gave him even more money. And then he saw, obviously, in training camp and practices, and he saw in the preseason games that heck, freaking Mac Jones is very intelligent, you know, on the field, off the field. You know, knows what to do, you know. Of course, he's still got a lot to learn, but he ain't no dumbass, you know. And heck, he had a 10-7 and seven record as a rookie. Pretty damn good. You know, kudos to him. Yeah. You know, he should be in the talk for uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. You know, I don't think he might not win it, but, you know, he should be brought up. And I guarantee you, Belichick was like, hey, why don't we switch you over to a different position? And uh, Cam Newton probably went to Bill and said, I only play quarterback. And he's probably like, well, you know what? You're being cut. Yep. Which he should. I agree. Brady will probably 
retire as a Patriot. He'll sign that one-day contract, and then he'll retire. He'll sign it for just that $1 minimum. And then he'll retire, but I don't think he's going to, you know, lace them up and put on that uniform and go out on that field and actually physically play for the Patriots. He's done for that. <clears throat> but I think maybe in New England, possibly. Possibly, because they need a... I mean, I'm not saying they're in desperate need of a quarterback, but they could definitely use an upgrade at that position. And who knows? You know, maybe they let J.C. Jackson go in free agency, you know, and Dante Hightower, he goes. So they have a little bit extra cap space to move and to play around with. And they signed both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. You know, mm. and uh, what a great person to learn under for uh, Mac Jones and uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I, I, like mm-hmm. it. I like the cut of his jib. I like that. Carl Anthony Towns should definitely make the all-star, the all-star game there. He's an amazing player. Yeah. He'll probably, like you was saying, he might end up being a reserve, right? Because you said that comes yeah. out this week, which is crazy. Thursday. Like, they, yeah. they went with yeah, three, three forwards. And, so, Q, you said three forwards and two guards, right? And three Carl Anthony Towns four. wasn't even. <clears throat> yeah, and then it didn't make sense. Like, it, it was three, three front court players, two backcourt. And Cat isn't on the team. Or you couldn't classify, <clears throat> or the NBA couldn't classify Devin Booker, put him in, and get him in as a starter. Yeah, but what about a homeboy who was like the defensive player of the year for like four years straight, and gave everybody COVID and shit, had the league shut down? What the fuck? Like, Rudy Gobert, he's injured. Yeah, like he's injured. Oh, damn, damn! I don't feel bad for saying he had COVID because he definitely ruined the fucking league that year. But I hope he. I hope he's better. Jeez, damn. But wait, would he be considered like a front court player? Would he have to? Since he's a center, yes. he would have to be a reserve. Yes. Yes. Are you shitting yes. me? Like, so now if you are a center and you might be an all star, like Embiid would technically be considered like a reserve. That's wild, man. Embiid's a starter this year. But is that because he's a power forward center or? Yeah, he, uh, I, I, he, yeah, I mean, like I said, the front court could be small for the three, three to five. Those are, those are, that's what the league considers a front court player. That is why, crazy. that is why Luca is the starter at guard because he, his, his primary position is point guard. Right. You know, you know, it's like six nine. That is crazy. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> wow, Un- unbelievable. Oh man! Mm-hmm. All right, so that is it for our NBA. For our NBA talking about decisions, nothing really is going on right now until next Thursday when the trade deadline happens. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. On next week's show, we're definitely going to be shit to talk about since, since no one's no one's watching the fucking Pro Bowl. Uh, nope. Yeah, we can we can go over who made it in as a reserve, who ended up getting who ended up getting snubbed, uh, and yeah, who do you think is going to get traded? So that is going to be on next week's show. Um, and with that being said, 
We got it in your voice that you would like to give out tonight. Yeah, um, Pam is definitely getting the Adam Gates, why are you still here war going to WWE events? Um, I tried to fucking tell her that the WWE is a disaster. Everybody who tweeted about the fucking Royal Rumble has admitted how garbage it was. I think Pam will come back next week and admit that it's garbage because, damn, um, Brock Lesnar won the fucking Royal Rumble. Also, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I was about to bring her up. Two part-timers. Not not, not even about them being part-time. Yeah, but Q, Ronda Rousey left three years ago. She comes back and the first thing she gets is a shot. Are you, there are women who, you know, Pam says every week, this person, this person, this person. I'm like, cool, I'll check them out. Ooh, I'll check them out. I can't even check them out because they aren't getting title shots. You know who is? Ronda fucking Rousey. Like, didn't we, we talked about this at the top of the year. I was like, yo, I want to give like WWE and all these wrestling people a chance and shit like that. How can I give you a chance when, the only people you're giving chances to are part-timers. Fucking Brock Lesnar looks like Mr. Miyagi and shit with the fucking blonde braid. You got Ronda <laughs> Rousey. Like, congratulations for having a kid, stuff like that. Mind you, instead of taking... She took three years off, right? Because she didn't want to wrestle. Talk nothing but shit about the WWE, saying how it was fake and all this other stuff. And the moment she needs a fucking paycheck, she comes right back to Vince McMahon. I think it's weird. But not only just that. There were there are women that Pam said and that other people like, oh, you should check these people out. How the fuck can I check them out if we won't see them on TV? I don't know about you guys. And, you know, when it comes to this wrestling thing, there's limited brands to me. I know she said like New Japan and this brand and this brand. I'm like, look, if it doesn't come on a channel where I can click a button and it shows that I'm not ordering, I'm not ordering on P, uh, what is it called? Uh, PPV. I'm not downloading an app. I'm not going to stay up at three o'clock in the morning to watch Japanese wrestling. Fuck no. I'm not going and looking at indie wrestlers and stuff like that. And the reason why is like, yo, I'm 35 years old. I've been watching wrestling since I was fucking three years old. I'm going to these wrestling events and stuff like that. The biggest brand in the world should have the best wrestlers. In in my head, I, I see wrestling the way that wrestling wants to be seen. They see themselves as a sport, right? When I go to watch MLS, no, those aren't the best fucking soccer players in the world. They got some decent ones. But you know what? When you have, like, the big, the actual, like, international soccer with the best leagues, they're usually on TV. So you can readily identify them, right? When I look at the NBA, like, you know what? Like, I understand Steph Curry. I'm not, like, can you imagine me saying, you know, if I want to see Steph Curry, I got to go watch the Big Three. Nobody can fucking tell you what channel the Big Three comes on for a good reason. Nobody gives a fuck about the Big Three other than Big Three fans. So when it comes to wrestling, I'm like, oh, like, I'm not watching 16 other channels and shows. I don't have that much time in my day to try to keep up with a whole bunch of wrestlers. But the biggest brand, the one that's been the biggest for the past 30, 40, 50 years, to completely eliminate all your talent last year. And the first thing you do is, I mean, you brought Ronda Rousey back. The one person who was talking nothing but shit about the company. That's like me going to work, shitting on my boss's desk and say, fuck this shit, I'm out. And then in two years, I come back and it's like, hey, so you think we could still work together? Like, no, what the, f- no. So next week, 
I'm letting you guys know now. Pam's going to come in here and she's going to tell us about wrestling. And I'm going to be literally on mute because I'm not going to even fucking care. The reason why I'm not going to care is because of the same rinse and repeat every single fuck. I, I'd rather listen to them talk about it on Melanin Matt, in my honest opinion, because at least her and Cashley make it fun. For us, three guys and her, like when she talks about it, I hear, but what she says is, is usually like, all right, like this happened during the show. And, you know, I'm like, that. what happened though? Like exactly what happened? She's like, oh, well, Bobby Lashley won a title again. I'm like, cool. Who did he fight? Brock Lesnar. Cool. He, he fought Brock Lesnar. Great. And he won. Yes, he won. Okay. But then two minutes later, it's like, oh, Brock Lesnar also won the Royal Rumble. What the fuck was the point of him? What? Am, am I saying something that's like absolutely like asinine right here? They, they had Brock Lesnar fight Bobby Lashley, right? He loses to Bobby Lashley. And then an hour and 32 minutes later, he's fucking in the Royal Rumble. At number 30, mind you, not at number nine, not at number one, not at number 20, the last fucking person to come in for the Royal Rumble, the last, number 30, and he wins. So, so I'm sitting there scratching my fucking head, and I'm like, yo, am I crazy? Like, this is, this is what y'all want people to watch. If you t- Imagine trying to tell somebody who wants to get into wrestling, hey, this is who you should you should check out WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, right? The biggest brand there is. And you're like, oh, well, who's the champion? Brock Lesnar. Oh, cool. Brock Lesnar isn't he like a UFC? Yeah, but see, guess what happened? He, he he's a part time fighter, and he's the champion. Wait, see, so, so you're not going to see him every week? Oh no, you're not going to see him every week because you know what? He stays in Minnesota. He likes his farm. He doesn't come in all the time. Cool. So then you're like, oh well, who's the women's champion? Ronda Rousey. What Ronda? Like the UFC, yes, Ronda Rousey, the UFC fighter that used to fight, and she got her ass knocked out a couple times, and then quit, and then she went to the WWE. Her, but I thought she quit the WWE. Yeah, she quit the WWE, but she went to go and start a family. She started a family, and then she came back, and now she's going to be the women's champion. So it's like, so what's the main event of WrestleMania going to be? Oh, it's going to be either Ronda Rousey or Brock Lesnar. It's like, so who else is in the WWE? And you're like, oh yeah, well they have John Cena. Like, but doesn't John Cena do like? like dc movies now yeah but see he comes back every like four years he does like a main event and cool and you're like what? You, you start to see the pattern he's like yo it's a whole bunch of old people or ufc fighters right then you're like oh they have edge it's like wait isn't it edge is like my dad's age he's like 54 and shit right but he's still fucking wrestling he has great chest hair and shit but we're just cool okay edge is here then you're like oh well what about daniel bryant oh he's over at the other brand at AEW with everybody else that the wwe fired so you're like name 10 people from the WWE, and you're like Roman Reigns, his cousins, his wife, Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch, and like five or ten other people. It's like, but that that's like fifteen to twenty people, right? Yeah, it's like fifteen to twenty people. But then when you factor in, they have WWE Raw, they have NXT 2.0 because clearly 1.0 didn't work, or just call it NXT didn't work. Then you have SmackDown, right? So you have three shows, and they're subpar. Oh, and you have, what is this, uh, WWE Live or whatever it's called. It's like Live something. Um, so you have all these shows, but you don't have enough people to fight on them or wrestle on them. So, you know, when Pam comes on next week, I'm, I'm going to be intrigued. I'm going to be on mute because I need to understand the necessity of why the WWE is so good. When I asked this last year at the tail end of the year, she told me, Greg, just wait it out. It's going to be great. 
She was like, day one is going to be January 1, 2022. She goes to the event and she just told us, hey, I went to the event. I was like, but was it good? And she's like, no, it, it wasn't good. So, so you went. Cool. So that's bad. Then she's like, oh, well, I don't really, I only watch it for the show. And I'm like, cool. You only watch it for the show. And I appreciate that. Then we find out that she went to the Royal Rumble and I'm sitting there even more confused. I'm like, okay, so you've gone to now, not one, not two, but three terrible ass WWE events in a span of 31 days. Make it make fucking sense to me. So on Monday, when she comes on for the next episode of the sports desk, I'm going to, I'm hoping she tells me something good from either New Japan, AW, NWO, TLC, BET, whatever fuck wrestling <laughs> brand there is, because what I what I don't get from the WWE is fucking wrestling. And the only reason I say that, and Q can attest to it, when you think of the Stone Cold, the Rock, the Undertaker, Edge and Christians, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Kane, like when you think of that generation, we understand that they're old, right? They're retired. They no longer do these things. What happens with this generation of wrestlers? Imagine being a fan of like Bray Wyatt. You went to all the WWE events being a fan of Bray Wyatt and then the fucking company fires him while he's at the the peak of his game. So now you can't watch him anymore. But you know what? Like not only can you not watch him, he's not wrestling right now. She's like, wait, like, so what was the reason for firing him? And the answer is Vince McMahon. That doesn't really make you want to go and watch more wrestling events, right? It's like, okay, so I'm just going to go watch the brand that all the wrestlers are on, which is AEW. And some people say AEW is a good brand, and some people are like, oh, well, I don't want to watch the wrestlers that should have been on the WWE on a lesser brand as AEW. So it's like, so I can't fucking win. Why not just have the two work in tandem, have like crossover matches between AEW and WWE? Makes sense in my head, but again, next week, Pam will hopefully tell actually she she can't even do that she's going to be dealing with the fucking super bowl right so in, in a month when the next wwe pay-per-view comes out and it's just as bad because i think elimination chamber is like in three weeks anyway so mm-hmm. she'll, she'll tell us about that and we'll be confused but she'll definitely tell us about the super bowl because i think she's attending that as well like pam is all over the place i love her so much but you know what for, for the for the sake of saying it the one positive thing i have to say for an award um Q is actually going to hate this. The Washington blank, whatever the team name is going to be, I'm already at a 90% of probably hating it. I'm just waiting for either the Groundhog to stay in the ground or Washington's team's name to be so fucked up. I just hope it isn't the Guardians. The Guardians or the, what is it, the Commanders or some shit like that? If it's anything that they alluded on Twitter when they did that little leaked thing, I swear Q cannot be a fan if they name it what they said that they were naming it. Like, no, no, I, I will burn my Redskins jersey. I will wear an RG3 jersey for the rest, like for any Washington game I go to before I ever call the Washington football team that name. The, the name is so bad. Um, If you go and like, if you're in a weight team, Lou, imagine being a weight team and they say the the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Washington, whatever the fuck that name is. Like, just call them the Washington football team. It's fine. We're, we're used to this now. Like, I, I, I that's rather, what I was going to say. Y'all, y'all ought to be used to the football team by now, right? 
you know, like I, I, three years, I, I can live with just being called the Washington football team. Q, do you remember what the fuck the name, like what was the leaked name that they said it was supposed to be? But then they like, what the, f- what was okay, it like was the command? The admin, I think. Are you fucking, can you imagine the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Washington Admirals? Yo, what, what, what Keanu Reed? yo, isn't that the name of the team that Keanu Reeves played in, like, the replacements and shit? Like, what are we doing? What the fuck is... The, the what? The Washington uh, I, Admirals? Are you I shitting me? I think you're right. Uh, we're yo, the generals. Yo, what the fuck are we doing? Yo, he has to go. Daniel Snyder, you have to fucking go. We're sick of you. The, oh my yo. God. Yo, that sounds like a Little League put like put put team like that that sounds like a name that you're given when you like like when you are in like little league like eight and over like you know like <laughs> that that is, that is terrible that honestly like when you play madden and they give you like those uh, like when you try to create a team and they give you the option to create a helmet and shit like that and you just mm-hmm. have like a team with a big ass a on their helmet and you're like what the fuck is- <laughs> what <laughs> It's like when, 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 when you're creating your uh, fantasy team on ESPN. Yes. And they just give you yes. a helmet with a letter. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, I swear. Like, and here's the thing I, I don't mind the W for Washington, but it's like, yo, like, can we at least get a logo? Uh, what, what is the mascot for? I swear to God, if we end up having. To borrow the Washington Nationals aid Lincoln and shit. Yo, I'm gonna be, oh, no. I'm gonna be too through. I'm gonna be too through. I'm like, Q, so we just watched the Nationals play and we saw the four, we saw the presidents, and then we go to FedEx Field to watch the Washington Admirals, and they have the same four. <laughs> oh my God, yo. Oh, I'm, I'm just letting Q, I'm letting Q know this now. There may be a bonus episode where Greg and Q just rant about this name this week because there's no football on Thursday. So Wednesday, I'm going to just have to think it through and let it sink in. But Thursday, you can bet your life. I may have to call Q. AQ. Hey, I know Lou is busy. We need to talk for 15 minutes on stereo because um, they hey, named the hey, fucking team. I'm actually What's off up? of work. I'm actually off work Thursday and I'm, I'll be snowed in. So oh, yeah. if, you, oh, yeah, yeah. if you want me in there, I'll be there. Yo, if they really, the Washington app, man, you're not going to let me let up. I'm going to dig in their ass for at least 10 minutes. The Washington Admirals. What are we doing here? Yo, that, that honestly might be the worst name in, in the entirety of sports. That, that's actually worse well, than New York the Liberty. Guard- no, the, guard- the Guardians is pretty bad. Yeah. The, I, the Cleveland the Guardians. That's really bad. But here's the thing, like, Q, but Q knows, like, people gave Washington shit for naming their uh, other team the, the Washington Go-Go. So it's like, okay, like, that was bad, but it wasn't uh, as capital, bad as capital city, the, capital city Go-Go. I, I'll live with that. I can live with that. What I can't live with, the Washington Admiral. I'm t- every time I think of that name, all I think about is Keanu Reeves going on that field and it's like, hey, team, we got to put it. John Wick was the quarterback. For a team called the the Admirals of whatever the fuck the team was, he anyway. said John Wick. <laughs> oh my! Oh, the, 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 the 
thing is, we talked nothing but cash shit about Dallas for like two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And they still end up winning because we're going to end up picking a name that's so bad. But I'm like, yo, why couldn't it just be the Red Wolves? Just, just make it something that's threatening. Now, now the Red Wolves could not, they couldn't get the trademarks for it. And I can, but here's the thing, just call them the Wolves. You already have the fucking W, the Washington Wolves. I, I'll take that. I'll take it. It, it. it has like some type of like lineage to like Native Americans, but it also yeah, has like. That's what they didn't want. Allegedly. But that's why, what they didn't want. Come on, man. Like, this is some bullshit. The, the name of werewolves or something like that. Have fucking Logan from Marvel, uh, Hugh Jackman, come at, you know, halftime every day and say, you know what? Like, I'm Wolverine. I'm here with Washington. I don't give a fuck. Like, something. The Admirals is so. Fu- we have to get over the fact that Washington is the nation's capital and stop trying to name everything something that has something to do with politics. That's just dumb. Actually, yeah, but like, I'd rather like call them the Washington tarot cards or something. Like, you, you clearly we have the mystics <laughs> and we have the, the wizards, right? The keep tarot in the, cards. In the form of, yeah, like, what the f- like, give them something with like some wizardry or something, right? Something about magic, like. The, the Washington oh Magic, God. like cool. I, I, I take Washington Magic, cool. Like it, it makes more fucking sense in the the Washington Harry Potters. <laughs> yes, yes. Like the Washington Gryffindors and shit. Like, like right. something, <laughs> like something. The Admirals. Oh my God. Yo, how do you, how do you take the team seriously when you're playing them that week? Can you imagine, like, oh, guess what? The Green Bay Packers versus the Washington Ad. The who? The what? Yo, how, how do you even put that like in your like you know how like the score like what do you call it, like the box score and stuff like that? It says Packers versus Admirals. Like what it looks fake. You know I, I'm done with my rant for the day. I'm just really Q, you better pray to God that they do not call it the, the fucking team the Admirals. Cause I, I'm gonna call Q every day for a consecutive week at one PM. The, whatever time they announce the name of the team for a week, I'm going to call Q and like, yo, they really named this fucking team the Washington Admirals. <laughs> the the do, fucking what? Do you do you guys have like the the inside scoop or whatever that that's what the leading candidate is? Well, that's I hope Q is so wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong too. Shit. Um, but I do remember when they made the announcement that two two twenty two would be the date they revealed the name. There was a um like someone type someone who went and like tried out uh domain names and if I okay. remember correctly the admirals washingtonadmirals.com was hyperlinked to Jesus. Oh boy. We're doomed. Yeah. When you're naming a team, you you buy several different um, domain names with with the name. Um, so I'm hoping that was just the case. I'm hoping is, yeah, I, I swear to God, they're the fucking animals. Yo, I will become a Ravens fan before I ever. I, I guess I would support RB one. Wow, I cannot do it. I'm support RB one. 
Yo, I got to draw a line in the sand for that. Like, that should be grounds to honestly change your teams. If your team ends up, like, relocating or if they end up changing their name to something that's, like, imagine being a Charlotte Hornets fan and then they just said, you know what? We're going to be called the Bobcast. Oh, the fuck we're not? What? Like, no, we're not doing that shit. What the f- and the thing is, the Bobcat name was so bad. They were like, you know what? It was just, it was just no. Nah, that didn't work. Like, of course it didn't work. Imagine being the fucking Chicago Bulls and you go and play the fucking uh, Charlotte Bobcats. Nothing about that sounds intriguing at all. Fuck that. So next football season, I'm telling you, the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants, or the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Admirals, that they should not get a single fucking primetime game with that name. They should be like Detroit and just get a fucking Christmas game. Fucking <laughs> wow. Washington Admirals. What? Like, <clears throat> all right. Um, Some, somebody's, somebody pissed off in these voicemails, but yeah, I, I'm done with my tangent for my awards this week. <laughs> and I have nothing bad about Kyrie today. I'm sorry. All right. I just Admirals. have I have one award that I want to give out. Um, now, it's the, um, What's the name of the award for? Like, what the fuck were you thinking? Or award or something? Oh, the Adam, we got the Adam Gates. Why are we still here? Award. Um, the Bill O'Brien. You know, you done fucked up. Right award. Um, Q, what, dang, it's been a while since we actually run down the list of all the right. Yeah. Right. I think we got we, we, school. Yep, the goon uh, of uh, goofball of our nationality. Nick, you too soon. Nick, you're I, I think I'm going to go with the, the Bill O'Brien, you done fucked up right award. And this award goes to the Cleveland Plain Dealer writer, Dan Labby, oh. um, who posted an article uh, just the other day in the Cleveland Plain Dealer <clears throat> um, about Ben Roethlisberger retiring. Okay. Now, remember, a little while back, the Ben Roethlisberger is an Ohio native. He's from Finley, Ohio. You know, he's had an 18-year career. Uh, in that 18 years, he went 25-2-1 against Cleveland. Okay? Well, mm-hmm. his, his headline, after Ben retired, says, Longtime Steelers QB... Winless versus the Browns in the playoffs. Tires. What the fuck are you thinking? (laughs) What? Do you know how many times the Steelers played the Browns in the playoffs? (laughs) Once. Oh my god, yo! Are you shitting me? And he made he went and made this headline in the in the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Yo, Long-time Steelers QB, winless versus Brown in the playoffs, retires. Like, okay. He should be fucking fired. Tell me about it. You, 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 the, the guy just had, a, you know, a, a, a pretty good damn good career. And you, <laughs> it almost makes me laugh, man, because you're going to write that. Just trying to, like, throw shade his way and, like, help your team in your city somehow. Give me a break. No, oh, man, you gotta fire him. That that's is good the, for me. Again, this is why the Cleveland Browns and the Washington Admirals will never <laughs> get anywhere. For, oh, for shit like that. 
Mm-hmm. Q, what about you? You better have an award today, sir. Oh, I do. And I'm going to preemptively give this one out. Fuck it. I'm going to give them both. Adam Gates and the Bill O'Brien Award to Daniel Mark Snyder because there, I, I, I just feel it in my bones that <laughs> that stupid motherfucker is going to completely fuck up the new name for the Washington football team on 2222. Yeah. Yo, so he, I'm giving it to him early. Q, how in the fuck? I've never seen a football team get not one, not two, but three chances to rename themselves and fuck up each time. Like, I, I just don't get it, man. Like, you, you had the Washington Redskins, and they were like, no, change the name. He's like, nope, we're going to keep the name. And they gave them the opportunity to do it. Then he was like, all right, fuck that. You know, now we're going to finally change the name, but we're going to change it to the Washington football team until we figure something out. So it's like, all right, that's chance number two. Now chance number three, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going for the gusto. I'm going 0 for 3. Why not? It's like, Oh, God. <laughs> let, let, let's get these voicemails and get up out of here for the night. Because, wow. Ronda Rousey going back to the WWE. She must really love McMahon sausage. You know? Yo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Not the McMahon sausage. Hey, yo, oh, no, that's okay. an award. That is a fucking award. That is an award next week. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. What are you going to call it? The McMahon sausage? Or what, what the hell? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hold on. Oh, my God. The fact, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So, his name is Roman Guy, right? Who left that voicemail. So, we're going to call this, because you know how much that, uh, how much Pam loves Roman Reigns. Ironically, she likes Roman Reigns. His name is Roman God. So we're going to name this the Roman God McMahon Sandwich Award. <laughs> Actually, no. I, 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 I got I to cut, cut the God out So because it, it doesn't sound right. So the Roman McMahon Sandwich Award. Oh, yeah. I like that. The Roman McMahon's. That sounds like uh, that sounds like something from Arby's, doesn't it? Sound like right, a yeah, sandwich yeah. that just... <laughs> Oh, yes, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Now, we, we may change it up. I'm going I'm to give Q the option to name it as long as it has the term McMahon sandwich because that is gold. Oh, my God, yo. Oh, oh call, my call, Lord. Call it, call it the McMahon Admiral sandwich. There you go. Yeah, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we got we got us one Q, the McMahon Admiral Sandwich Award. Oh, like you know what I'm thinking about when I when I say that? I'm thinking about when um that chef he puts that like those two pieces of bread on that girl's face. He's like, who's the shit sandwich? And she's like, Oh, I gotta yo, I gotta find that clip. When she's when he like he put he put two pieces of bread on his on the side of this girl's face. And he's like, who's an idiot sandwich? And she's like, me. And he's like, yes, oh, you're an Gordon idiot Ramsey. sandwich. Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> yes. What? I oh. never even heard of it. Oh. oh, my God. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, my God, yo. The idiot sandwich parody. Oh, my God. Let me see if I can. I'm going to send it in a group chat. Oh, my <laughs> God, yo. The McMahon sandwich. Oh, my Lord. Pam is, is going to hate that because... 
I swear, yeah. when, she, when she gets back on the show, I'm starting the show. It's like, yo, my McMahon Admiral Sandwich Award for the weekend. <laughs> oh, my God, yo. I'm over here in tears. This is good. Theater. <laughs> Theater. Oh, last voice, though. <laughs> For the Washington football team, I think a new for a name, I think it would sound very good for them, and it would be very suitable. Would be the uh, Washington Senators. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Q, how do you feel about that? Mm. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it can't be the it can't be the Senators, the Twins, the Minnesota Twins. Oh, actually, no, not even the Twins. The rank, the Texas Rangers own trademark because they used to be the Washington Senators before they moved to Texas. That's crazy. Washington had all the good names, and it was just like, nope, no. That's why. The that's, why the, that's why when the Nationals got here, we had the, the, they had the name of the Nationals because Texas wouldn't give up the trademark. Wow. Hmm. Again, this is why people don't move to Texas. Okay, well, quick question then. If Texas wouldn't give... So Texas has senators copyrighted or, or trademarked? They have the trademark because they were... Now, is that, they is, that, is that just for United States teams? U.S. teams? Yes. Okay. Because there's, <laughs> they, a, there's, a, there's a Canadian hockey team called the Ottawa Senators. That's crazy. Another reason why Washington will never go anywhere to prosper is because they want to be the fucking admirals. <laughs> Jesus right, well, Christ. I, I, now that we're done giving out McMahon sausages, uh, sandwiches. Um, stop it, you. Can they, just stop it, yo. <laughs> where can they find you on social media? Um, you can find me handing out McMahon sandwiches <laughs> for a dollar. <laughs> oh my god, yo. I cannot wait. Uh, oh, I cannot. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Little Italy. That's L I T T L I T A L Y. And just a word for the wise two for 12 ain't nothing. Two for 12 ain't nothing. Tell them, Lou. <sighs> Speaking the gospel. And, 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 and you can find me preemptively cursing Daniel Mark Snyder the fuck out from in and the team that fucking admirals. That is ultimately what the, what the, team, what the team name is going to be. Anyway, you can find us. You can find the show on Twitter at Robbie Bother. You can follow us on Instagram at God Awful Fucking Site um, at Young Black Pod. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Young Black and Bother Sports Desk, the best damn sports show on stereo. We have one final voicemail, so let's play that and then we will be getting out of here. Here we go. Yeah, the Washington Nationals own the trademark to the Washington Senators. And it's like, come on, it's a fucking football team. Give it to him. What the fuck? You know? So, again, and I, and I will double check that. Um, 
this week and report back to you next week. But I do believe because the Rangers were the senators when they left DC. I I do believe that the that the that the Texas Rangers own the trademark to senators, uh, at least here in the U.S. Uh, but again. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Young Black and Mother Sports Desk, the best damn sports show on stereo. We will see you next week. And if the if the Washington football team becomes the Admirals, you, you'll see me, you'll see us probably on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a great night. Have a great y'all, night. Have a, y'all have a good week. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 